this some Prevo shit, huh? Lyrically immortal beast, redesign artistically. Ha, L-I-B-R-A. Temptation, baby, release and give in. Long as you stay loyal, we both gonna end up winning. And there was no question, I know you was down to ride by my side. Unique as a rose for the ashes I rose. Straight from the gutter, I grew up in nose. When I made it out, I couldn't believe it. Look at the beauty outside of these streets. Mama just texted me, told me she proud of me. Your son doing better, my demon just danced me. I'll never end up another young black casualty. Valley, the life and energy surrounding me. But still, I just wanna get flying with you. So fly, so fly. Show. Maybe Monica and Chandler keep it on the low. Ross and Rachel, fuck up, we let everybody know. Millhouse, Alisa type shit, give us time to grow. Uh, like the seeds that were planted right under the snow, give them six months. Ordinary is the glow from the sunshine. Greatness takes time. One conversation, it should be mine. Trying to have an answer, me not take from me, cause I'm holding ready. But I'm also kind of damaged, I got hoes already. Still a fly young king, so the hoes are ready. Melody, sand waving in the flow, we're steady. New we swag with a little bit of mom spaghetti. Blurries are kind of lyrical, no, it's not a subliminal. We're from pissing elevators and smoking my summer pool. And I made it out. Yeah, I struggle from time to time, but I'm happy now. Obstacles coming in, I see them, but I ain't backing down. Old homies that hate it, almost still coming back around. But I'm cool with it, cause we fly like people get high like planes. Sitting here laughing at all y'all lanes. I'm a beast unleashed, I can't be tamed. But you won't ever forget my name. Hello, we are Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, people of the internet, planet Earth, in parts some might call unknown, it is time for Season 5, Episode 18 of the House Divided Podcast. And, even more importantly, I hear myself in the well, background. Well, that's not good. 
Don't know from where. <laughs> um, and final podcast of 2021. Well, Jack, here's the deal. I'm the best there is, plain and simple. I mean, I wake up in the morning, I piss excellence. I forgot Crazy. to press the uh, intro button. <laughs> Hi guys, we're we'll here. Just, we'll What's just, up? We'll just do do the entire podcast from the intro stream. No, I forgot to uh, the um this excellence intro button that we start out with. Oh. <laughs> um, oopsie. Um, yeah, and even more importantly, yes, we are a day late once again. This is the f- most likely, uh, probably the final podcast of uh, being late. I think next week we'll be able to get back on schedule. Hopefully. Uh, once we get the holidays out of the way. Yeah, that's... It It, it always seems to happen. Yeah. <laughs> it It's just... It's understandable, you know? Yeah, it happens. So, with that being said, um... I am doing some scrolling to get to where I need to be. Bingo, bango. Here we are. Um... Let's hop right into the end of the show. Stupid people say stupid things. I only have one this week. Unbelievable. I The best I could do is five. <laughs> well, I guess I'll start with my one. Alrighty. Once I pull that up. What's wrong? Um, and I'm going to go out and say this. The only reason I have one is because I was feeling generous during the holiday season. That's it. I mean. That's the only reason why. It was Christmas last week. I didn't want to put too many people on blast, but this one person I can't. There's too many stupid. Um this one person needed to he he needed to know. I also had to just plug my phone in to oops. And this one person on Twitter is Ross Fulton who Writes for some Ohio State reporting, Ohio State athletics reporting thing. Um, he writes for BuckeyeScoop.com. All right. If you haven't heard of BuckeyeScoop.com, you're not missing much because honestly, I had never really heard of them either. I mean, I haven't heard of them, but that shouldn't come as a shock. Um, I am actually going to go see if there's anything. If BuckeyeScoop.com has a Twitter, Ross Fulton only has has less than ten thousand followers. So Twitter. not huge by any means. Yeah. Let's see, BuckeyeScoop.com. As fourteen thousand, like I said, I honestly more than I was expecting. Never heard of him before. But let's get back to Ross Fulton. He tweeted on Sunday afternoon at three fifty-two p.m. I think Ohio State fans insufficiently appreciate how big of a mistake it was by Urban Meyer choosing Dwayne Haskins over Joe Burrow. <laughs> no, Ross. And Ross got drugged through the mud on Twitter after that. Yes, as he should. Um, no, Ross, no. 
in 2018, when Dwayne Haskins was the starter, Dwayne Haskins set Big Ten records. Yes, he did. Dwayne Haskins was a Heisman finalist. Yep. On a team that had one of the worst defenses any Ohio State fan had ever seen in the past 20 years before this year. That's, that's unbelievable. Um, the 2018 defense was putrid, which is how they lost to Purdue. Oh, yeah, that was the Purdue year. Yep. How Purdue scored 60 points on Ohio State. And I believe you guys scored 60 on us that year. Probably Maybe. more. Not 100. No. <laughs> but Joe Burrow that same year in 2018 was quite literally average in the SEC. He won seven games. He threw for 56% passing percentage or completion percentage. Definitely not. <laughs> not what you want. No. Dwayne Haskins all around was better in 2018 in his one year. This in the NFL, Joe Burrow's a better pro. I'll say it. Oh, yeah. Dwayne Haskins should have stayed in college an extra year, but, I mean, Justin Fields came, and that wasn't going to happen. No. Especially with Urban Meyer leaving. That is my one stupid person. Ross Fulton. Ross Fulton, you, sir, are a... Loser. Man, I don't even know which one to start with. I guess we'll go here. I'm excited. Um... On a tweet from former Lions running back, Carrion Johnson. Oh, boy. Who... Where's um, he at now? To be honest, I don't think he's on a team. I'm not, I'm not positive, but I don't know. I, I, he pro- I haven't heard his name all year. I didn't even know I still followed him. Carrion Johnson is currently with the Philadelphia Eagles. Could have fooled me. <laughs> but anyway, uh, he was as a practice asking, squad member. Oh, okay. That's that's why. <laughs> <laughs> um, he was asking for all my gun owners out there. What's your favorite weapon? Uh, he was asking for recommendations because I guess he was buying a gun. In comes all Auburn, not Auburn. Even though it's an Auburn account, Auburn. <laughs> I'm not quite sure what um, what the reason for that spelling is, but it, it's there. Yes, I know. I know you didn't live in Detroit for three years without a gun. Yes, because everybody in Detroit has to own a gun to survive. <laughs> And you think Carrion Johnson was actually living in downtown Detroit, which is actually like, I mean, I know it, the city overall gets a terrible reputation, but downtown is not a bad place. No. Um, <clears throat> Carrion, I guarantee you Carrion wasn't living downtown. He wasn't living in Detroit. He's probably living in like, I don't know, 
West Bloomfield or I don't know. Auburn Hills somewhere. area. Yeah, yeah a, a suburb somewhere out there. Just, just ridiculous. So of course this guy got wow. dragged through the mud. Uh, mm. He didn't. He didn't quite understand why uh, that was. <laughs> I don't know. <clears throat> we move on to Amelia from Facebook. Oh no. Uh, the NASCAR Twitter account or the NASCAR Facebook account uh, put out a tweet that said simply, "Happy Kwanzaa." Hey, good stuff. You know, NASCAR is a much more. They're trying to be much more inclusive and <clears throat> everything like that, as they should be. They have a long way to go, but they're trying. Um, Amelia comes in with, "Happy Boxing Day." I can endorse that at least. You can't endorse Kwanzaa? Plenty of people were asking. <coughs> and her reasoning was, it's just another made-up holiday. Okay, then by that standard, every holiday's made up. <laughs> None of them are real. All holidays are made up. <laughs> Goodness gracious. I mean, you know, safe to assume that person's racist i mean we if we have to we have to understand that if you're just gonna shit on kwanzaa just because it's not i don't know it's not christmas i don't know labor day is a made-up holiday (laughs) every holiday literally by that standard every holiday is made up it makes no sense this is more of a group of people here for number three and that is everybody who has gone on to any college football playoff team's account and seen them like enjoying their the cities that they that they have their game in? Um, mainly, I I haven't gone on to the other uh, teams in the playoff, but on Michigan's, you know, there's plenty of pictures of the team at the beach and things like that. But there's also plenty of pictures of you know them practicing and things like that. And the amount of people that are good, just like, this is why, this is why they won't win. They, they, they won't be ready. Every team is doing this. What do you just want them to practice 12 hours a day the entire time they're in Orlando? Yeah. Like, what do you want? There's a ton of people that are doing that. Yeah. And uh, there's plenty of, I haven't seen any Ohio State fans doing this, but there's plenty of Spartan fans that are like, yeah, this is why you're going to lose. And it's just like, I can just go and search. Georgia football beach and you can find our opponent on the beach in Orlando. Like, come on. I don't know what people expect. I think Ohio, you don't see a lot of Ohio state fans doing it. Cause they just don't fucking care. Like they, they don't because yeah, Mich- <clears throat> Michigan state fans are just trying so hard to cling on to their super bowl win all year long. And I, and every Michigan fan I think would gladly lose to MSU every year. If we're gonna go eleven and one and go to the playoff, <laughs> like, <laughs> like, come on here. Like Ohio State fans have, all of us have moved on. Well, the ma- overwhelming majority most, of us have moved on. Most of you. We are. I am actually hard pressed to find Ohio State fans that really give like. 100% give a damn about the Rose Bowl. 
Like, we're already right. We're just skip the bowl game. Take us to 2022, the 2022 season. Which is sad because the Rose Bowl should be a big deal. And it just, ever since the playoff has come around, it really just doesn't feel like it. You know? It sucks, but it's the way it is right now. Um, and notably, one of the people that is that are, you know, saying, you know, don't get distracted, you know, don't party too hard down there. You guys have a job to do. Um, one of the people just found this interesting, little nugget. His name was Eddie Vetter. <laughs> Somebody came along and just said, written any new songs lately? <laughs> oh, good stuff. So I w- I'm going to say this. I'm going to stop and just... Speaking of musicians okay. or music, I hope like I just hope to God that no matter what happens, um, very soon, I think and I think it was Pop Evil that wrote a song called "We Are the Wolverines." Um, I actually haven't heard that one, but they are, um. They they wrote a song called "In the Big House," which I yes, actually that, hate. that's what it is. I, it's very it's very cheesy. I don't like that song at all. I am t- I hear thought. it three times a day on, um, one hundred three point five or whatever the rock station we get from Traverse City is. Huh. I mean, I haven't heard that song in probably years. Like it's it's in my Spotify somewhere, but every time it comes around, I skip it. I, I think it's incredibly cheesy. It is pop evil though, right? It is Pop Evil, yep. And like, I like Pop Evil, but I, fuck, I do as well. I hear that song like anytime I turn on to one hundred three five or one hundred five point three, whatever it is here that we get from over in Traverse City. That I I will hear it. Yeah, it's. I didn't. I didn't know people still liked it. I I never knew it was a thing until this year. Oh really? Yeah. Yeah, it's it's been around a little while. Um. And I mean, I, I nobody really. I don't think there's many Michigan fans who enjoy it. Okay. I, we put it. We put it in the same sort of category as. Uh, did you ever hear that um, uh, rap song um, that had Jim Harbaugh in it? No, but this sounds like a <laughs> glorious level of terrible. <laughs> I think it was when he first got to Michigan, and it was actually it might have been written when he was uh, with the Niners. But then, of course, it got, you know, adapted over here as well. And it's just some guy rapping, I think, about Michigan. I haven't heard the song in years. But the, the chorus of the song is Jim basically just going, who's got it better than us? <laughs> the video is also equally hilarious. It's so bad. But <laughs> Yeah, we don't like to talk about that one either. Just speaking about music, I hope, like, whatever happens, it happens at this point. But God, I hope we st- we don't hear that much longer, that song much longer. I don't. I think it's probably only getting played, you know, because Michigan's relevant. Uh, but my final stupid person saying a stupid thing came today because, of course, it did. There's always a late entry. Um, somebody, <clears throat> I saw somebody ask on Twitter, because um, there was this hilarious Jim Harbaugh interview today. Uh, when, he was asked, when he was asked about Daxton Hill, who the rumor is he's, he was, so we know he didn't travel with the team. Uh, I guess he's on his way now, but the rumor is that he had COVID, so he had to he had to stay back. 
Um, and Jim was asked um, if if he was good to go, and he gave like such a non-answer. And then Marty Smith asked if he was in Miami, and Jim just goes, "Might be." <laughs> hilarious but no somebody was asking for the context on that so I, I basically explained it to him and um then somebody came along and replied to me uh this person is an indiana fan of all people god i hate indiana it, football fans he says i think it's more if he's here harbaugh is insinuating that they let him come on the team plane while contagious because well it's the playoffs which absolutely did not happen like that no <clears throat> dax has been in ann arbor up until today i guess he's i guess he flew down tonight <laughs> so this indiana fan is just insinuating something that did not happen <clears throat> because he was they, we we know he was not on the team playing we just the reason hasn't been officially confirmed yet but it's fairly i i think obvious that he must have tested positive for covid I would assume so. The Michigan State Spartans right now are not having the time of their life against the Pitt Panthers. Uh, has it gotten worse? I, last I saw it was 14-10. Uh, Going to be 21-10. It's, <laughs> I mean, that's pending the uh, extra point. It's 20-10 right now. Let's move on to the news. Let's move on to the news. Not, there is no bit of good news in here, man. You want to start us off? Man, no. This sucks. This This one... Uh, definitely uh, hit home, I think, to basically everyone who's been a fan of football ever. Yeah. Uh, Pro Football Hall of Famer, Super Bowl champion, one of the best broadcasters in all of football and all of sports. And, of course, the namesake of the EA NFL video games, John Madden passes away uh, at age 85, two days after the all Madden documentary airs and the family had said that this was unexpected. They didn't, yeah. they didn't think that, uh, that this was happening, uh, this soon, but I mean, the timing is just wild. Like that. I, I couldn't believe that. And I hadn't watched the documentary on Christmas day. Um, I knew, I knew it was going to streaming services eventually and, you know, family stuff and everything. I'm pretty much one of the only football fans that was chilling around there. So we, we did not watch it, but, uh, um, wow. So, you know, I just like, yep. <laughs> Touchdown pit. There it is. Yep. Um, but yeah, it, it, it just, it sucks for so many reasons, you know, um, something like, Madden, when he was talking about why he did the video game, why he was involved in that, was because he thought it was just a great way to teach a younger generation about football, and that's precisely what the game did for me. Like, I didn't play football, so any early knowledge I had of it was just playing Madden and stuff like that, so... And, of course, as someone who, you know, is, loves, like, you know, broadcasting and loves and appreciates, like, good broadcasters, <laughs> like, it is every way possible, man. This hit me hard. Um, one second. I have to answer this text. But keep going if you have anything else to say. Um, I mean, I, I could probably rant all day about, about John Madden, but, like, what, um, you know, what a guy. Like, you know, I don't. 
you know, every, every now and then, you know, you get the famous person that, you know, passes away and, you know, there's those certain people that, you know, don't have anything good to say about him or anything. Um, I really, there's, I don't think anybody has a bad thing to say about John Madden. That is very true. Um, all I'm really going to say, I, John Madden made me enjoy watching the NFL. Oh yeah. Like that's it. I, I have nothing bad to say about him. Um, that was his biggest impact on me. Was that he just made watching the NFL enjoyable? I mean, it, it, like nobody could break things down. Literally anything. Like I don't know. I the clip has gone around all all over the place since this, and it's in the All Madden documentary as well. Of uh him breaking down Troy Aikman's inability to grow a beard. Like, who can do, who can do that <laughs> right. and make it entertaining? I, I'm i very excited to watch the um, All Men documentary yeah, that, this weekend. It's great. Like, the... And it's, and it's so wild because if I, you know, for those that watched it on Christmas and, you know, for the people that didn't see it until afterwards, it hits differently for each, each group of those people. Yeah. Like... <clears throat> If you if you watched it on Christmas, it's like, oh man, that's pretty cool. You know, John Madden's great. And then now it's like, man, just to look back at, at everything he did, <clears throat> and you know, somebody said it's you know most people can be successful with like one career. Like he was successful in everything he everything did. He did. <clears throat> like. It, all accounts, he was a phenomenal player that had his playing days cut short due to injury. We know he's a great coach, Super Bowl champion coach, great broadcaster, great in commercials. Like the guy's just great at everything. Everything he did, and because he actually he 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 gave a damn. There, that's just the best way to put it. He had for everything he did, he wanted to be phenomenal at it. He didn't want to just be okay at it. You know, it's, and... <laughs> that was just, that was not a fun story to wake up to the other day. I, so I was out at dinner at one of the um, local bars in town and that broke. Mm. And I was like, what the fuck? That's one of those, like, you remember where you were when you first heard that news, I think. Yeah. Like, there's not many of those moments for me. Like, I remember I was in a uh, Minneapolis, Minnesota, on a boat eating pizza when I found out Michael Jackson died. <laughs> like weird things like that. I feel like that's that's one of those <clears throat> ones that you just you remember where you were. Yeah. And that just it. I you know, I hope that EA comes out with the most phenomenal video game next year. As as just a way to to honor him and really step their game up, because right now <clears throat> the game ain't doing that. Yeah, it's uh, it was it was so sad. Like I finished the documentary yesterday, and immediately was like, I'm gonna go play some Madden. Servers are down, of course. So I can't do shit. Can't play the game. <laughs> no. <laughs> It was that was, uh, yeah. <laughs> was a kick in the that was a kick in the dick right there, but 
if you have nothing else to say, we can move on to. I say I don't have much. Not good. Not good news, but better than this. I don't have a lot to say. Let's move on. As of this point, as of today, five bowl games have been canceled due to COVID nineteen. The military, Fenway, Hawaii, Holiday, and Arizona Bowl, with um two more games that have had to have one team drop out, forcing the or- bowl organizers to find other opponents. Uh, Central Michigan is to the Arizona Bowl. Correct. They are the <clears throat> they are out of the Arizona Bowl uh, to the Sun Bowl. Oh, okay. You have that worded differently. Central Michigan is out of the Arizona Bowl after Boise State drops out to the Sun Bowl and Rutgers is replacing Texas A&M in the Gator Bowl against Wake Forest on, I think, the first? I think the Gator Bowl is a, a first, yeah, first of the year game. And Rutgers, stupid Rutgers. Of course it's stupid Rutgers. I mean, hey. They're five and seven, but here they are. How is Rutgers the best five and seven team? Big Ten team. I guess that has to be it. Um, that game is actually tomorrow, by the way, at 11 a.m. Gross. <laughs> uh, uh, I <laughs> poor stupid Rutgers man. They ain't got it. They ain't got a prayer. <laughs> Spreads 11 and a half. I'm amazed that it's that low. Wake Forest can score. Yeah. And Rutgers doesn't really have a great defense. Um, final bit of news real quick. I'll just run this one. The NHL yeah. is slowly go, beginning to restart play with three games happening on Tuesday. Six happened Wednesday. The league has also announced changes to the COVID-19 protocol, shortening isolation player isolation period for players who test positive from 10 days to five. This new protocol will only be in effect where allowed by local health departments. And unless the NHL can receive exemption from the Canadian government, it will not be applied to the canadian teams it's very interesting that they're doing this um as everything is really starting to get bad again it's a curious move but um i mean if it already ain't working so it can't it can't not work more yeah i would say i mean i get you want to short try and shorten it because even with them not doing the Olympics and they have that whole month of February now. Yeah. You only still have so many days. Well, and of course I I would imagine that applies more so to uh, vaccinated players. Maybe because there's only so. one, I believe Tyler Bertuzzi is the only unvaccinated player left. Jesus. <laughs> he ain't budging, man. I wish he would. Because we we need him in Canada. We need him in every game. I mean, he's one of the best players on the Red Wings. Like, we need him, man. But he's uh, sticking to his guns on that one. Good I mean, one, I guess. I mean, not really. <laughs> not really. I mean, if, like, if every single one of your, you know, hundreds and hundreds of coworkers has gotten the vaccine out like how are you okay with just being the only one that didn't i know there was there was five unvaccinated players when the season started well then six because evander kane lied <coughs> um shocker <laughs> the and then, uh, oh man evander kane what a what a doofus but um in so many ways he's a doofus but 
Yeah. Come on, Tyler, please. We're begging you. You won't you won't grow a cock out of your forehead. It's fine. <laughs> There's no tracking chips in these things. Oh god. And let's, anything else to add on that? I think I think no the fact that no cocks are growing out of your forehead. That you is know? almost as clippable as what Jeff said about the Buffalo Sabres not being able to buy a 69 this year. By the way, how are they doing on that? Uh, let's find out real quick. I, I'm, yeah, I'm looking it up. I remember they started off well, but then I think they were hit, they got hit really a bad. bus. They currently have 25 points, which is good for uh, one, two, three, Six. four, sixth, sixth in the Atlantic. <clears throat> So, hey, I mean, they might. You never know. Double-digit wins already. Double-digit wins already this year. Which is surprising. Uh, Tampa is getting their dicks kicked in by Florida, by uh, Big Bob there down in Florida. Red Wings sitting there in third in the division. But anyway, let's move on to the bowl Move on to (laughs) the uh, seven, eight bowl games that did happen. I was going to say. We, Last week. we picked about 12 of these things, I think. <laughs> and then, yeah, cancellations, man. Yeah, I had... Oops, I, I'm away from my notes. Here we go. I got my notes. Notes are good to have. The Armed Forces Bowl. These are bowl games from December 22nd to the 28th, by the way, of December. Armed Forces Bowl. Army 24, Missouri 22. Uh, we talked about this. This I brought this up in Chump uh, of the Week last week, I believe. Oh, did we? I mean, I don't know. We might have talked about it because I believe it was last Wednesday. Yeah. The Frisco Football Classic: Miami of Ohio beat North Texas twenty-seven fourteen. Shit bowl. (laughs) The Gasparilla Bowl: University of Central Florida beat the Florida Gators twenty-nine twenty-seven. Yikes! First win for UCF over Florida. Ever. Yes. Really? Huh, I wouldn't have guessed that. <clears throat> I mean, I guess UCF's, um, you know, UCF being actually good at football is a relatively new thing, so I guess it makes sense. Yeah. I'm Florida trying to, um... Problems. There was... There was a fight in this game, wasn't there? Uh, possibly. I believe I saw that. I'm trying to think. There was... I wanted to check on something. There was a Florida Gators player who late, later in the game went out with a gruesome injury. Oh, no. Um... Yeah, good for UCF though. I mean, I'm sure that doesn't uh, <laughs> isn't isn't okay, a great feeling go. for Thank you there, you. but um, Justin Shorter for the Florida Gators. It was a special teams injury. He had to be um, actually no, it wasn't. It was actually during a play on I think third ended up being on third down, if I remember correctly. He went up to try and catch a pass, but as he came down, he 
hit his head back on on the ba- on the turf. Hit the back of his head on the turf. Mm. Kind of um, similar to that injury um, to the uh, to, to, who was that guy on the Chargers? Hit his head on the on the on the back of his head on the ground. Oh God! Um, this pet or two weeks ago. Yeah, I know who you're talking about because Fox did a bad with that. Donald Donald Parham. Yes, thank you. Yeah. Um. Yeah. yeah, that was ridiculous. I mean, we've already talked about it, but zooming in on a guy's face, it's clearly knocked out. Ridiculous. So, on Christmas Eve, following the bowl game, final, I finally found it. Um. So, the night of, Justin Shorter did post a picture as a selfie on Instagram. Um, Alrighty. On Friday, Christmas Eve, the, I believe the day after the bowl game, um, his family reported that he was doing well and was it was cleared to head home from the hospital. Yeah, man, it was. I I I feel like this doesn't happen as much, and now we've got two in two weeks where so it doesn't happen a lot but it is one of those scary injuries yeah i mean like there are plenty of ways to get a concussion in football i mean i feel like that's a wild way to get one that was that was all i really wanted to check up on this <laughs> game because i actually because with everything happening the the gasparilla bowl happened on the 23rd with everything with christmas and everything i forgot about I forgot to just go look to see how that what, what was going on with that. I'm glad Justin Shorter is doing better. Um, the Camellia Bowl. Georgia State <laughs> beat Ball State 51-20. Ball State sucks balls, and I believe I picked Ball State. <laughs> I don't know who I picked here. I feel – why would you no, pick Ball State? No, I did not pick Ball State. I picked Georgia State. That's good. <laughs> I mean – Probably because Ball State you- sucks balls. I'm glad you said it because one of us was gonna have to. I mean, Ball State, they they suck. They pretty much suck balls. I've said it all year. <laughs> yup. Um, the Quick Lane Bowl, Western Michigan beat Nevada fifty-two twenty-four. Hell yeah, they did. Jesus, uh, this game happened. You were a bit wrong on that one. Was I? <laughs> you picked. I well, so I don't remember if you picked. Western Nevada or what you did? I picked Nevada. I, I I did remember you saying that uh you thought it was going to be hard for Western Michigan to get hyped up for the bowl game because they really weren't traveling anywhere because that bowl game is in Detroit. Yeah, they traveled what an hour and a half from Kalamazoo. Maybe if that. <laughs> yeah, I did pick Nevada. Nevada was the favorite, and I I went with them, and yeah, I was wrong. <laughs> The Birmingham Bowl, Houston beat Auburn 17-13. And here's where I was wrong. <laughs> I was on Auburn. Um, uh, only notable thing from this game is after the fact. Uh, Houston uh, head coach Dana Holgerson was rather upset the fact that uh, the media really didn't care much about them winning, and <laughs> they interviewed Auburn more. Yep, <laughs> I did see that or hear Which about is that. Interesting. I mean, I'm sure he's happy about the win, but yeah, I mean, come on, put a little respect on Houston. Yeah. 
Um, the first responder bowl, Air Force beat Louisville 31-28. Yeah, go Air Force. I... Glad to see the service academy's doing well here. Yeah, I mean, hey, the two that are here. Yeah. Bowl game wins. Close ones, but <laughs> wins nonetheless. Yeah. The Liberty Bowl, Texas Tech beat Mississippi State 34-7. I was wrong about Ooh. this. Oh, Mike Leach. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> he can't be having a good time. That was a rough one. <laughs> Poor Mike Leach. But, hey, I mean, Texas Tech, solid win. Yeah, good win for them. I just – one of these years I want Liberty in the Liberty Bowl. <laughs> can, that, can that happen? Give me Liberty or give me death in the Liberty Bowl? Yes. And finally, the most depressing <laughs> bowl game in football. Which actually was played at Guaranteed Rate Field. Was it really? I thought it was played at yeah. Chase Field. Oh, okay. So it might have been. I, I knew it was played at a baseball field. Yes. Because at halftime, the players walked into dugouts. It may have been Chase Field then. I didn't, I didn't double check out. that. I just, I just, then that makes even less sense. Yeah, I why, know. Why wouldn't they? I mean, yeah, I Chase guess, Field in Phoenix, Arizona. I mean, I guess it's warm and has a roof. I guess it's more of a destination than Chicago. Yeah. Um, Minnesota beat West Virginia, eighteen to six. Hell yeah, PJ Fleck. I remember West who I had in this not. game. I believe I went with Minnesota. They were minus six and a half. I went with West Virginia there. Oops. Rip. Um, is that all the bowl games? That is all the bowl games. We're flying through the show here today. I mean, unless actually, let's go through, or do we want to just do the ones from Wednesday till next Tuesday on next week's show? Yeah, we'll do. That's yeah. <laughs> That'll that's probably easier for me anyway. Yeah, we'll do uh, that because there are obviously since we are a day late, there's games that were final yesterday and games that have been final today. Games currently in progress. So yeah. Yeah, we'll just do those next week. That makes more sense. Yeah. Um. So we'll roll on to the NFL. Like I said, we're kind of flying through the show today. We are, but uh, the the picks, man. Yeah. <laughs> there's a lot of there's a every bowl game, but the national championship game that that remains. Yeah. We got a lot to get through. Starting with the one at ten thirty tonight. so many um thursday night football tennessee beat san francisco 20 to 17 yes yes they did um in overtime if i remember correctly <laughs> yeah game was a bit of a mess uh not really a good game jimmy garoppolo is not good uh he's banged up as well so he's even less good uh so we might get some trey lance action uh, in San Francisco's next game. Yeah, and that, I mean, it isn't going to hurt gotta, them. <laughs> I mean, we got to gotta see him sooner or later. Like, we got to get Trey Lance in these games. I'm amazed it's been Jimmy G for as long as it has. He's been winning them games. Yeah, it's you know, it's kind of like a Baker Mayfield situation. He's winning them some games. He's just there. Um, He's, he made some brutal throws in this game, though. Just unbelievably horrible. Yeah. 
Uh, so moving on to Saturday afternoon, Christmas Day, Green Bay beat Cleveland 24-22. Baker Mayfield threw four interceptions? Four picks for Baker Mayfield, and yet Cleveland still backdoor covered my ass. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and I had a phenomenal Christmas weekend of betting. It was it was a great weekend, I believe. I finished seven and one. Uh no, seven eight and two. Because there was this game, I had a single game parlay on this game that all I needed was Green Bay to cover, and they were doing so until Cleveland scored a late touchdown. Yep. And then the other game we'll talk about here in a second. But yeah, uh thanks, Cleveland. Um I mean, still a very just for Go ahead. Finish your thought. Still a, still a very, very good Christmas. I know this isn't backdoor cover, but you know, yeah. phenomenal, ph- phenomenal uh, weekend uh, at the digital sportsbook. It's good. I, on the I other needed hand, it so bad. Struggled. It been. I I was cold for like a solid week. Like ice could. Like I didn't win a bet all like five six days beforehand. So needed that. <laughs> um, Indianapolis beat Arizona twenty-two sixteen. Um, what were you saying about Twitch chat? I was just looking over to see. Um, look through Twitch chat just for a second. Uh, okay. good evening, Ash. Have have good night. Good evening. <laughs> yes, hello there, brain. Hello. Hello. Um, Indianapolis beat tw- Air- beat Arizona twenty two sixteen. Um, first off, this game was weird <laughs> because Jonathan Taylor had a hundred and what seventy yards, something like that. Hundred and something yards. With he no was over hundred yards, no fucking touchdowns, and that um, was the other thing that killed me. This this game was also weird in the fact that the Colts more or less had control, but they didn't. 108 yards on 27 carries, no touchdown. Yeah. Killed like he, me. It felt like he had so much more. Like, um, I mean, I know he had, I think he had some receiving yards, so that might that have been. That could be it. Like, this was a game that felt like the Colts were in control so long, but they were only up 12 to 6. Yeah, just managing the whole deal. I mean... Jonathan Taylor doing everything that we expect him to do other than get in the end zone. But yeah. that's just been the Colts formula lately and they are rolling. Yeah. Uh, Arizona, on the other hand, uh, yikes, they're frauds. <laughs> they are so bad, man. Like how do you get outplayed by the Detroit lions for 60 minutes? They were, I know that game happened last week. They were never in that game. No. And like Arizona has, I believe, clinched a playoff spot. Yes, they have. Uh they through have. through um some crap <laughs> and some shitty performances from some other teams. Yes. Yes. They finally did clinch a playoff spot, but they started seven and zero, and they are ten and five or ten and some ten and something, I think. Ten and five. They started off seven and zero, and now they are um two and or three and four, three and five, three and five. And they didn't even lose all the games with uh, 
uh, without Kyler Murray. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, they might have been better. I don't know. Who was starting for them? Uh, uh, Colt McCoy. Colt McCoy did for a little bit. I then... do. I, I, I don't know why. I enjoy Colt McCoy. Colt McCoy started for a little bit, and then um, Chris Strievler played two games. Made two appearances. I've never heard that name in my life. Yeah, me, neither did I until I just looked it up. Let's keep rolling. Um, on to Sunday, Atlanta beat Detroit twenty to sixteen. I didn't watch this game. Um, full disclosure, I did not either. I was on my way back home. Oh, so that's awkward. I uh, I kept up with it the, the best that I can. I guess Dan Campbell uh kicked a field goal late in the game, down seven, that people weren't happy about. Mm. Of course they. Of course they lose by four, but I don't want to win any more games. We still have a shot at the number one pick if the Jags can help us out here. So yeah, yeah. I would. I mean, you're down I mean, seven. I, you need <laughs> take the points and then hope try and get the onside kick. Yeah, I mean, I I don't want to win any more games. I wanted to win one. I didn't want to win two, but <laughs> we, here we are. I just didn't want to go uh, uh, defeated, basically. Didn't want to go zero and seventeen. Fair enough. Uh, moving yeah, on. This team, this team could have, if if the you know ball bounces a different way, if we clean up some mistakes. I mean, this team could have won seven games this year, which is absolutely wild given this uh, roster. This team, this Detroit Lions team, is fucking <laughs> terrible. I don't understand. Like we've been in some. Like how can the the people that are on this team win? Be be in position where they could have won like seven games. Um, I honestly think it might be like the Nebraska Cornhuskers effect. Like a similar that, thing where teams just don't get off the fucking bus against them. Maybe. Like, you, look at, you look at some of Detroit's positive results, even though in the NFL a tie is not a positive result like it is in soccer. No. <clears throat> um... Ties, I think ties worse than loss, pretty much. Eh, like their game against the Ravens, they lost on a sixty-six yard field goal. The Ravens, mm-hmm. the Ravens played terrible up until that final drive, and the Ravens I mean, didn't even same. play good on that final drive. The Lions just kind of quit. Ravens had a bad second half. Yeah, uh, in that game, first half they had us pretty good. Um, the Vikings, nineteen seventeen. Um, last second field goal. Last second field goal. The Vikings <laughs> played terrible that game. I mean, the Vikings aren't good. Yeah, well, yeah. Um, da, 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 da. Rams. They they lost. They lost by nine against the Rams. But when they, I believe we led at halftime. Yes. Dan Campbell and the offensive coordinator and the whole team pulled yeah, that out was... all of the stops against the Rams. Yeah, that was. And it showed the following game. week when they lost forty-four to six to the Eagles. That, that that was the first game that I saw us winning all year, and then that was our biggest loss. Yeah, they pulled out all the stops against the Rams and couldn't get it done. Uh, the tie, the Steelers played bad. Both teams were so terrible. Yeah. That that was fitting Especially, to end in a tie. 
that overtime was one of the worst examples of football, the worst excuse for football I've ever seen. People say the uh, Penn State Illinois overtime nine overtime game set football back. No, no, would Steve- not like this did. Yeah. Um. The the loss to the Browns. The Browns is the Browns. Baker didn't play good. No. And I mean, the Lions had Tim Boyle as their starter. <laughs> yeah, we did this last week too. Oh, I didn't know that. Uh, I don't remember if Jared Goff had COVID or I know he's hurt uh, a little bit right now, but um, yeah, Tim Boyle. Like the Browns didn't play good and the Browns haven't been great all year. They've been kind yeah. of just not uh, lost to the bears on Thanksgiving. Uh, oh. Andy, Andy Dalton, Andy Dalton was the starting quarterback and oh. Andy Dalton played average ish. That game sucked. Fuck the Bears. <laughs> uh, win against the Viking or win against the Vikings, win against the Cardinals, and then I don't know enough about what happened with the Falcons. Game. Uh, not a good, I mean, I, you know, I've seen some highlights, and you know, like I said, I kept up with it the best I could on the road and everything, but uh, that was uh, not good. Yeah. Neither, neither, neither team played good in that one. Uh, let's move on, though. The Cincinnati Bengals, unless you have anything else to say about this game. Nope. Okay. I say I don't have enough to say about because I didn't watch the game. I haven't seen a whole lot about it. Um, Cincinnati Bengals beat Baltimore 41-21. Um, Holy fucking Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow played phenomenal. Do you still hate the Joe Burrow pick? <laughs> It is a very gray area for me. With where the Bengals are right now, and it still depends on what happens these next two weeks. Um, Do I hate it? No. I mean, you got that, and then the Jamar Chase pick, like, I know you you wanted different players both times, but you I think you guys got some dudes on your hands. Yes, that I will say. Um, I the thing that scares me about this game, and you can Baltimore Ravens fans have been crying about it all week about how um The, the Ravens were extremely hurt. They had 20-some players on the IR. Huh? What? The Ravens had... Yeah. Yeah. I know what you're getting at. What? Did you actually not hear that? <laughs> no. <laughs> oh. Baltimore Ravens fans have been complaining all week because they had like 25-some-odd play, players on the uh, IR or COVID list. So did the Lions when we won. <laughs> yeah. Um, the only thing that scares me about this game is this Bengals team looked like the Bengals that I've seen at various points this year where they can't run the fucking ball. Yeah. <clears throat> and at the end of the day, you your quarterback's not going to throw for 525 yards every game. Hey, maybe he will. Maybe Joe Burrow is just the greatest 
greatest quarterback of all time? I don't think so. Joe Mixon ran for 65 yards. He did have a touchdown um, on 20 carries, I believe. 19. Or no, 18. I'm yeah. sorry. Um, Definitely wants some more <clears throat> more yardage with uh, that amount of carries, for sure. Like this, this Bengals team, their run blocking is terrible. Um, Joe Burrow did get sacked three times for thirty yards. This offensive line at time, at points is atrocious. Is terrible. Is comically bad. Um, Chris Evans ran the ball one time and he got one yard. I can't. I cannot believe Chris Evans is in the NFL. But other than that, like, I mean, this is a game, like, the Bengals' defense looked good. For once, yes. Yes. They looked like a defense. Like a, they Big. looked like a legitimate defense. Yeah, for we'll once. see. <clears throat> we will see how good the uh, Bengals are this week yeah, that, they, they got a test on their hands that scares me the Bengals rush defense looked very good holding Devonta Freeman to uh, 17 yards and a uh, I believe two yard touchdown yeah that's what it was something like that that's what it was so I, they have a stranglehold on the division and that's all I care about if they're going to make go. the playoffs, I mean, it's interesting because I thought they were going to see the Chiefs twice if they made the playoffs, which they probably will if they have any do anything in the playoffs. I don't know if this team is going to be dangerous in the playoffs. It's hard to say because they are the most one-dimensional team in football sometimes. I'll tell you, I'll tell you who you don't want to see, I think, right now in the playoffs if you're anybody is the Colts yeah I wouldn't want to see the Colts I wouldn't want to see the Chiefs nope um, Patriots probably not even though they've looked eh yeah let's move on um, the Rams beat Minnesota 30-23 to yay yeah <coughs> <laughs> Rams are rolling. They're they're getting hot at the right time. They're a team I wouldn't want to see in the NFC side. Nope, not at all. Um, da, 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 where am I at? Buffalo. There we go. Thirty-three twenty-one over New England. I did not see this one coming. Unfortunately, because somehow the uh CBS this is the re this is the game shown regionally here maybe just cuz it was the national TV game I don't know for that slot maybe but this game was not really fun to watch in fact I fell asleep during it <laughs> um I mean yeah I, I I thought Buffalo had a good chance to win this one uh the first time these two teams played um, they really, you know, obviously that was the game that was ridiculously windy and the Pats won with Mac Jones throwing the ball three times. Yeah. So we actually saw these two teams play in a little bit easier conditions for once. Um, 
but going into Foxborough and winning on the road is is always tough. So especially like this, yeah, yeah. Patriots are getting cold at the wrong time. Yeah, they are. I say I don't know if I would. I I don't know if I would want to see the Patriots because that defense can be really good. I mean. But postseason Bill Belichick, you don't want to see the Patriots. Right now, the Patriots are, and not just the Patriots, Mac Jones, they're kind of showing a little bit of youth. Yeah, uh, I think Mac Jones is kind of hitting a little bit of a rookie ball right now. Yeah. Um, but, you know, he's, he's shown a lot of promise um, really all year long. So uh, he'll be fine. Patriots will be fine. I don't know about this year, but long term, I think. Yeah. Um. Moving on to the shit bowl of the week. Why was this game a thing? I don't even. I think there was one game that was more of a shit bowl. <laughs> the New York Jets beat the Jacksonville Jaguars twenty-six to twenty-one. Jags, man, oh man, they're terrible. These Jags, they're so bad. Um, Trevor I mean, Lawrence Jets... has still not thro- has thrown um, one touchdown pass in the mo- since November. Jesus. Or two, I'm sorry. Two since the calendar hit November. Um, Zach Wilson threw for 102 yards. Yeah. I still don't know why Zach Wilson was drafted as high as he was. Uh, Trevor Lawrence, on the other hand, he'll be all right eventually. Just things right now in Jacksonville are not good. Uh, get Kellen Moore down there with him. I think he'll. I think he'll fix uh, yeah. Trevor Lawrence up real good. Apparently, the um person who caught the Zach Wilson touchdown pass was an offensive lineman. Uh, yes, <clears throat> yes, he was. Right. Oh, by the way, back to the uh uh, uh bowl games really quick. Yes. I'm sure you saw this, and he's right in the center of the screen. Daniel Falele, or we was on the college picks. Daniel Falele, offensive tackle for the Minnesota Golden Gophers. I saw that. With the big, big man touchdown. I saw that. Like, lined up as a fullback and just handed to the big fella and let him roll in. You ain't got no chance of stopping that. I figured you'd love that. I did see that, and that was, that was hilarious to see. I mean, um, that dude's huge. And and also, I thought it was a, a fun little note that the average weight of the Minnesota Golden Gophers offensive line is 30 pounds heavier than that of the Minnesota Vikings. They have beef. Jesus Good Christ. God. Like, I think they're at the average weight of their offensive line is 334 pounds. Um, Real quick, back to and before we move on from the Jags. Everybody was upset with... um. Urban Meyer for not giving the ball to James Robinson. James Robinson only got the ball three times against the Jets. I don't even know. Who is even their interim head coach? I don't know. I don't know. He's um, he's just as bad. God, what's his name? Oh, (laughs) God. He was the one that took over after Patricia got fired for the Lions. Oh, uh, Daryl Bevel. Yes. Yep. Yes. Yeah, that didn't. Yeah, no, that that's just as bad. Doesn't just because it was Urban Meyer doing it didn't it, it doesn't make it any worse or any better. It's if that's you can't do that. You got a dude back there. Give him the give him three the times. Dare Ogan Bale. It's I think is how the last name is pronounced. 
seventeen carried the ball seventeen me. times. Uh, moving on, I just wanted Moronic. to throw that note out there. Moving on, Moronic. Philadelphia beat uh, New- the New York Giants 34-10. Who the fuck cares? Giants, worst record in the league since the boat photo. Yeah. They got to they release Sterling Shepard. They got to get Sterling Shepard out of town because he is the only one left from that picture. From that picture on the roster. <laughs> he's the only one still there. Oh, yeah, God, he's got right. to go. You got to move on from that. Right. If anything else, just so the memes can stop. Right. Like, I for anyone who says that that you know that does, it's not an effect. There's only one guy that's still there. That one guy's still there. You gotta. He's gotta go. Oh trade him. Trade him for a seventh round pick. I don't care. Get rid of Sterling Shepard. Then who would they have in his spot? Nobody. But that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Tampa I mean, Bay, you got you, Kenny Kenny Galladay, who they overpaid for. That's true. That's I, hey, Kenny Galladay should be buying Matthew Stafford Christmas gifts for the rest of his career because Matthew Stafford, I think, got that guy paid. Go God! Yeah. I mean, you you're seeing Kenny Galladay with with uh, Daniel Jones and whoever else the Giants have been throwing out there. <laughs> oh boy, not good. Yeah. Um, let's roll on. Tampa Bay finally looked like Tampa Bay again. Um, beat the Carolina Panthers thirty-two to six. Cam Newton might retire. <laughs> I mean, hey, that's that's not good. That is not good. I I feel bad for Cam. I mean, I know a lot of people just like to to uh, you know, keep hitting a man while he's down, but. I like Cam Newton, and I don't want to see him go out like this. But yeah. he has—he is not—he is not good. He's—he's he's struggling right now. Um, the, I mean, the place, his play style was, you know, that classic unsustainable thing. Yeah. You know, as you get older, that's just inevitable for a quarterback like him. It's—you you just can't Especially do it with his size because he's a <laughs> he's a big guy. Yeah. Cam is Cam is not back. But he's more back than Texas. Texas will never be back. I mean, you never know. Quinn Ewers might lead him to the promised land. Probably not, but... That Texas team know. will find a way to screw up somewhere. I mean, I, I have some faith in C, uh, Steve Sarkeesian, but it's, it's Texas. I mean, they will never be back. Yeah. Um, let's talk about a team that is in the state of Texas. Fuck this game, man. The Houston <laughs> Texans beat Fuck the LA Chargers forty-one to twenty-nine. What happened here? I don't know. I I saw the score. No idea. I so I as I said earlier, I fell asleep during the Buffalo New England game because I yep. just didn't care about that game. I wake up and I see that Houston is beating the Chargers. And I was like, uh, what? I think that Houston has solved one of their problems. No pun intended. (laughs) They got problems. I think they've solved one of their problems. And I don't think 
quarterback is a need that they need to address going forward. I think Davis Mills, out of nowhere, has looked really good. Yeah, I so, agree with that. I mean, I don't know if you remember the uh, bit uh, for the Pat McAfee show around the draft last year of next circumference leading to NFL success. Yes. Davis Mills has the biggest that not even just circumference. His neck is huge. It's so long. <laughs> oh, a goofy, yeah, goofy he's looking a... dude, but he has, he's been playing really well. It's the only reason really that Houston won this game. I mean, I think I, so he was the best player on the field that day. That, he's better, I mean, just, better than Justin Herbert. Justin Herbert. He threw for 336 and a touchdown, but two interceptions. Yeah. They, I mean, Chargers are back to being inconsistent. I don't like that. I want the Chargers to be successful, but because I really like Justin Herbert, but this was, oh man, yeah. Ugh. Um, let's see. I almost, oh. I so, I I don't remember if I told you this. Um, so this game was happening while I was on the road. Yep. Uh. And I don't know if I told you this, but I thought I had bet on Chargers minus, I believe, nine and a half. Okay. Uh, and so the whole time I'm on the road, I'm thinking, oh, that sucked. But then I, I get home and I'm like, oh, wait, I cashed that out and went somewhere else. Yeah, you do. I do remember you saying something to me about that. Uh, I was like, that's how you know it's a good one. <laughs> yeah, that was that was a happy surprise. I, I, I for sure thought I bet on the Chargers. Um, rolling on through this, the Chicago Bears beat the Seahawks 25-24. Oh, man. It's going to be interesting to see where Russell Wilson winds up after this year because I don't think it's going to be in Seattle. Russell Wilson uh, said on Sunday, or on Thursday, I believe it was, unprompted, so today, actually. Today is Thursday still. Yeah. Um, said unprompted that he hopes that Sunday will not be his last home game in Seattle. I, I'm not, I don't know, man. It depends. Like, you know, Russell Wilson's still great. We know that. Pete Carroll's still a good coach, but they, I think, just need to rebuild because if you don't start rebuilding early and you wait, then it never works out well, and it ends up hurting the whole process. So for Seattle, I mean, you're in a real tough division. Um, you know, the, the Niners are improving. Uh, obviously, the Rams have a super team. And Arizona, <clears throat> yeah, for the next couple of years, uh, the Rams are going to be really tough to beat. And then Arizona, you never know what you're going to get with them. But yeah. they've, got, they've got some players. Um, so it's it's a rough time. I think right now is the best time to do it. Um, and I think the way that you'd have to start that or really commit to it is getting Russell Wilson out of town. Yeah, so, I I thought it was going to happen last year. Uh, it's just so on, hard this that, year. Yeah, because... as that progressed, not so much. But yeah, it's it's it, so it is hard tough. to just this year to get get away from him because. You have, let's see, Kenny Pickett, Matt Corral, uh, Malik Willis. 
I wouldn't even put Malik Willis in that category as your as your three quarterbacks. Yeah, as you, I guess as your three top guys, but I, I would rather have Pickett or Corral oh, or yeah. Malik Willis for sure. Hey, um, if somebody, I think if somebody picks uh, Malik Willis in the first round, they're absolute morons. And final note on this game, Matt Nagy did something smart this year. That never happens. Um, Justin Fields, who was questionable all the way up to the game um, with a high ankle sprain, uh, did not play. No. Nick Foles did. Uh, Matt Nagy did yeah. something smart and decided to try and avoid a Robert Griffin III scenario and play uh, your franchise quarterback with a injury, a potential career-altering injury. Fuck yeah, Nick motherfucking Foles. I forgot to post in the Discord when he <laughs> was starting. I can do it. I can do it after the fact. That's that's okay, right? Fuck <laughs> it. Get that Discord uh some love again. Um, oh god. Yeah. That was uh man, I was very happy to hear that Nick Foles was was starting that game. Yep. Love um, me some Nick. That's really all I got on that game. Matt Nagy's still probably going to lose his job after this season, though. <laughs> like, I don't know, man. I don't I don't know. see how you can keep him around. He should lose his job. I don't know if he's going oh, to. The Giants are keeping Joe Judge and, from all accounts, Dave Gettleman. So anything is possible. That is true. Let's move on. Um, Kansas City beat Pittsburgh thirty-six to ten. We said we had Chad Henney sighting. Yeah, we did. This was this game was really ugly. Um, Pittsburgh was never in it. Uh, you feel bad that this is looking like the end for that, you know, especially with Big Ben there in Pittsburgh. But um, you don't want to go out that way. But that this team just can't. Pittsburgh, get who it with a loss or with a win. With the Baltimore loss, they slid into the playoffs a very, very brief time. Or had the playoffs started Sunday before they played the Chiefs. They now drop to 11th. Not where you want to be. Uh, reminder, the top seven teams are making it to the playoffs this year. Yeah. Yeah, Pittsburgh... <clears throat> I mean, remember when we thought that division was going to be good? It's... <laughs> and it's odd. It's one of the worst, man. Like, Cincinnati is, is I think, far and away the best team in the division. Baltimore's banged up, but they've lost games that they have no business losing. Yeah. It, the Browns is the Browns again. And then there's Pittsburgh. So. Yeah. I mean, who would have th- I, I, I I'm fairly certain at the start of the season, I would have said that Cincinnati would have been the worst team in the division. I did say that. And then now they're, I'm, I'm probably did too, but I can't remember. Um, and yet here they are. So did not expect that from, from the Bengals, but Hey, improvement. You love to see it. Yeah. Um, the Las Vegas Raiders beat the Denver Broncos 17, 13, effectively, uh, Eliminating the Broncos from playoff contention. I know they're seven, eight, and zero, the same as the Browns, but the Browns have the the tiebreaker, and the Broncos are now sitting in thirteenth. Denver has been 
frauds all year long when they were good. Um, they are just they're they're really really not good. And now the Raiders with an outside chance needing a little bit of chaos in front of them to make it slip in. Mm, Is it going to happen? Probably not, but. I don't see it happening because the Raiders will chaos themselves out of the playoffs. Like they can even get some help. And then it, like it, week 18, they might get the help they need and then they'll probably lose. Right. Typical Raiders stuff. Um, Dallas beat Washington 56, 14, uh, most notable 40, 42 to seven at halftime. Yeah. 42, seven at halftime. And more notably, about this game or partially notable about this game the only notable thing about it really is let me find the news um defensive tackles jonathan allen and darren Payne had to be separated after they uh started throwing punches at each other i saw after uh, well jonathan allen threw a punch at darren Payne, his former alabama teammate yeah never good when you got teammates throwing punches at each other two teammates um, who've known each other for a long fucking time yeah, that's, I mean, I feel like that almost makes it a bit more understandable and a bit more, I, I don't want to say acceptable because it's not, um, but, you know, it's, it's like, it's like fighting with brothers or fighting with, you know, friends you've known a long time or something. I feel like that, you know, it's bound to happen every now and then. Yeah, I mean, yeah, but at this point, like... it's still, it's not good. So I saw, you know, those tier lists where, um, you know, you put different things in different categories and whatnot, and it yes. just goes from the best to the worst and everything. Somebody did an NFL tier list. I'm sure they probably do it every week. But there were the top five tiers. Somehow the Lions made it into the uh, fourth best tier. Uh, then there was the Jags below them in the Jags and the Giants in the really bad category. And then the bottom category was just dot, 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 oh, God. And it was the football team. They were terrible. I mean, that, that was – I mean, I, I thought the Kansas City game was going to be the biggest beatdown of the week or maybe Tampa Bay over Carolina. Man, a football team. Uh, there, there wasn't a single – like I turned this game know, off in the second quarter. You know that first practice was not good. Oh God, no! <laughs> that was that was probably one of the worst days of their lives. I turned Whenever this game off the after the second quarter. I, yeah, practice on Tuesday was probably not good. I did as well. I I very rarely won't finish watching a game. Like you know, my dad is one of those guys where if he's watching the Lions, like he'll turn the game off if they're losing at halftime i'm not one of those like i will watch a game to the end most times this i couldn't do it there was no point because <clears throat> i had dallas i went dallas alt spread at six spread, and a I half six and a half i believe the spread was 10 or nine or something and i just it was too many points i didn't like it i felt like the biggest moron <laughs> because this, I that I could have got way better odds just going the full spread. I mean, it, it, never in doubt. Like you know, it, when you know at halftime that you are completely safe from a backdoor cover, it's just like 
<laughs> All right. Yeah, We're this game was bad. That was that was terrible. I was just like, man, I'm I like the football team. We we've been we've been you know kind of uh, riding them there for a little bit, but this was really bad. Yeah, and the final game. I I have nothing else to say about this game. It was that bad. I mean, I don't even know what happened in the second half. I I could not tell you. Yeah, that is also true. Could not. I don't know a single thing that happened because I didn't watch it, didn't keep up with it. I I, I actually went to uh, action and turned my notifications from my bet off because like, it doesn't matter. <laughs> like there's no there's no reason to pay attention. Yeah. And the final final game of the NFL week, the Miami Dolphins beat New Orleans, uh, led by Ian Book, twenty to three. Look out now. Look out. Here come the Miami Dolphins riding, I believe, a seven-game win streak. Seven. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they uh, – I mean, they faced a very depleted New Orleans team. Uh, Ian Book, no Notre Dame quarterback, has won a start since, I believe, Brady Quinn. Back in, like, 2010. Like, Deshaun Kaiser was, like, 0-11. Like, <laughs> it's unbelievable. Um, I don't think Miami is a threat to do much of anything in the playoffs. I, I, they haven't shown me a lot because these, this win streak has been against some either really bad teams or some really depleted teams, but they're, I think going to get in there like, and they're not backing their way into the playoffs. They are coming straight in, but I, I don't know if anybody wants to face them, but they, they're, they might get there. They might just get there. Like, they were in, like, range for a top-five draft pick early in the season, maybe even top four. Yeah. And seven wins in a row. I mean, it's hard to do regardless in the NFL. Because, I, I, you know, I'm sure Miami's dealing with some stuff too. But I, seven wins in a row, I mean, something – some week can go wrong and you, you lose a game. I mean, it's it's impressive regardless. Yeah. But I don't, I don't want to take anything away from that, but – they have not played the best teams. They got the Titans this week, and then um, Patriots in two. I could. They're gonna slide in. I think. I think they're gonna roll I, in. They just might. They just might. Which I mean, good for Miami, man. You know, fucking Tua on. Tua on's a real thing. Conspiracies against Tua. Um. Other than that, I think that's the uh, NFL recap. Um. Yep, I do believe so. So I'm going to pull up the <clears throat> college picks here. Okay. But it's going to take me a second. I will switch over to that scene. Um, I believe you have a lead. In the college picks? Yes, I do. You have a two-game lead. <clears throat> Let's see if that's... Um, the Dolphins Still. do not have their first round pick this year. Oh, I, you know what? I I remember that now that it, now that it's mentioned. But um, who did they trade it to? The Eagles. For what? I don't. That, that, that I do uh, not remember. Why do I feel like it was a running back? I don't know. Whatever. Um, as of right now, I am 122 
and 111. You are 124 and 109. Um, since uh, we are doing this a day late, uh, I actually only have a one-game lead. Oh, okay. So in the bowl games, I am 14 and 11. You are 13 and 13. And before you question the math, remember I didn't pick uh, the Florida UCF game in time. But I would have been I would have been wrong anyway. Oh yeah. I... <clears throat> but I do still have the one. It is a technical one game lead. It's in I believe I've included it in the records as a loss. Okay. So but you so you have made up ground in the last day. Um. They gave their first round pick this year to um the Eagles to go from third oh, to sixth in last Dang. year's draft. Right. Yeah, that makes sense. All right, so we are going to start. We're going to run through the games that have already happened uh, really quickly here. Uh, so can, uh, find the uh, pinstripe bowl. Virginia Tech in Maryland. I had Maryland. I had Virginia Tech. Uh, that is where you've made up ground, apparently. Um, side note, Virginia Tech wearing the New York Yankees logo on their helmets because this was the pinstripe bowl at Yankee Stadium. Found that interesting. <laughs> it just looks so funky. Uh, the Cheez-It Bowl. Dabo Sweeney got doused with Cheez-Its out of a Gatorade bucket. Clemson and Iowa State. Clemson was plus one and a half. I had Clemson because Iowa State's uh, been mean to me. Brock Purdy <clears throat> did not deserve to go out like this. I all, I had Clemson as well. Uh, so we both got that one right. The Alamo Bowl, uh, I'm sure this was a tough game for you to pick. Oregon was plus six and a half against Oklahoma. Took Bob Stoops. I did too. I mean, that was an easy one for me. Uh, the Dukes Mayo Bowl. I don't know if you saw the Mayo bat that the head coach that got after. So they, they doinked him in the head with a bucket the Mayo was in. <laughs> really? <laughs> like the people that were dumping it on him, they just hit him in the head with it. I get it's heavy, but come on. God. Ridiculous. Uh, North Carolina and Sam Howell were minus five and a half. Sam Howell even play? I don't know. I don't know if he uh, did. Um, I had Mac Brown in North Carolina. and I did too. Fuck. Um. Yep. These are still games that are happening. Music City Bowl, Tennessee, and Purdue. Uh, Purdue was minus two and a half. This game was wild. <laughs> I didn't. I really should have uh, put it on. I had Purdue. But I did pick Purdue. I had Purdue as well. But all I was seeing on Twitter throughout some of the nonsense we're gonna get to in Chump of the Week, uh, that um this game was insane. But I did not turn. It. I wish I did. I might I might have to go back and watch it. I this don't know. game was we, wild. We were in the uh, somewhat minority. Only 49% of the people picked Purdue. So a couple, I don't know, a couple people, I guess, more picked Tennessee. But uh, I don't I don't know why you would. I, I have zero idea why that many people picked Tennessee. No clue. Uh, this game currently happening, Michigan State and Pitt in the Peach Bowl. Michigan State is plus three and a half. I so I made this pick before Kenny Pickett said he was opting out. Oh, oh yeah, that's right. You made your pick. See, this is why I waited. I um I went with Pitt. 
Well, you might end up on the right side of this. I, right now, I'm looking like I'm on the wrong side of it. Um, I took MSU because Kenny Pickett had opted out. And, I mean, Michigan State had players that had opted out too, obviously Kenneth Walker. But they did get a big boost in Jaden Reed and uh, Jalen Naylor playing in this game. So that's why I picked MSU. But uh, with 5.37 to go in the fourth, uh, Pitt leads 21-16. So it's not looking We're phenomenal commercial. I have the game on right next to me. All right. So now we get into the games that haven't started yet. Uh, this one starts in about 15 minutes. The Las Vegas Bowl. Uh, Wisconsin at 8-4 and four against Arizona State 8-4. and four. Wisconsin minus 6.5. I wanted to pick Arizona State. Mm-hmm. And Herm Edwards. I really did. I believe I believe what he's doing over in Arizona State is something good. Yep, for sure. But I have to go with Wisconsin. They play in a much more difficult conference. <laughs> yeah. Um, it would be a very uh, Michigan State thing to do to fuck up uh, Big Ten's bowl record right now. Uh, it looks like they're probably going to do that. But... Uh, <clears throat> Big Ten is obviously way more tougher than the Pac-12, so I went Wisconsin. Fair. I mean, this one shouldn't even be a question, but, oh, man, we got to bring the people up in this one. This is Gator Bowl, 11 a.m. tomorrow. Wake Forest, number 17, 10-3, playing their replacement opponent in Rutgers, 5-7 and seven on the year, and getting 11 and a half. 53% of the people are on stupid Rutgers. Some people say I'm a man of the people. Uh, I have a feeling you're not here. I am not. So, before, when this was Texas A&M, mm-hmm. I did go with Texas A&M, even though they were the dog. I, I, I wouldn't have known what to do there. I didn't make a pick in all of that. Because the spread so, was actually kind of similar, if I remember correctly. By the way, you want to know the live spread on this? Yes, please. Rutgers is now getting 16 and a half. I would still honestly probably take that. I mean, I'd still probably take fact, that first. So you can tell that the people that are picking here on the ESPN app and the people that are betting on this game are on two totally different sides. Because clearly, like, that spread's doing that. Give, like, give me Wake Forest either way. I mean, Wake Forest, it's, it's not even a question. That's stupid Rutgers. I mean, I get that it's weird, and, you know, you're in that backdoor cover ter- territory with a touchdown and a field goal. I just don't think Rutgers can stop Wake Forest and what they do. So. Especially with no time, with almost no time to prepare. Right, like, like they were, they aren't even supposed to be here, but here they are. Uh, tomorrow at three thirty, one of the college football playoff semifinals, the Cotton Bowl Classic. Cincinnati is getting thirteen and a half, number four in the land against Alabama, number one, uh, undefeated versus twelve and one, and sixty-two percent of the people are on the Crimson Tide. I really wish I could pick UC here. It's a weird number. 13 and a half. I mean, Alabama needs to score two touchdowns and they win. Mm-hmm. I'm going 
I'm going Alabama. I am banking on something <clears throat> that I don't think is going to happen happening in this pick. I think it's Cincinnati and the points. It's a lot, and I want to see if Cincinnati can can just really prove themselves. If they cover, I think they've done that. That's honestly. fair. Like I don't, I don't expect them to win. It'd be incredible if they did, but I'm, I am rooting for Cincinnati just because I just, I, I want to see them validate themselves and even just keeping it close, keeping it within these two touchdowns, two scores, whatever, uh, against Alabama. I think they've done that. Uh, so I'm on Cincinnati. The Orange Fair. Bowl should be no shock what I'm doing here, but we'll go to Austin first. Uh, George. Number three in the land is minus seven and a half against my Michigan Wolverines. 62% of the people are on Michigan. This game intrigues me a lot. Mm -hmm. Because Alabama gave the whole world the blueprint to beat Georgia's defense. Oh, oh, did they ever. But... Here's the problem with this game. Michigan's offense is the worst out of the four. Not even that. Are they statistically the worst out of the four? Barely. Let's say, because I know Georgia's has not been phenomenal. It's not by much. We had the 12th ranked offense in the country. I think um, Georgia's was eighth. Okay. See, it's not even that. It's probably a difference of couple points if if that it's it's not even that georgia's defense you have to attack them exactly how alabama attacked them in the second third and fourth quarter of that game you have to go really really fast and you have to go straight at them michigan doesn't do a whole lot of that especially with pace a lot of like a lot of the stuff that Michigan did really well against Iowa isn't really going to work as well against Georgia. Especially no. that um <laughs> that wide receiver or that running back pass that's not going to work at all. I hope um I hope Oh, the Donovan the Donovan Edwards play. <laughs> yeah. I hope uh I hope Jim keeps that in the uh I hope Jim just throws that out for this game. Yeah, I don't I don't know if I want to see that sort of goofiness. I'm willing to bet we'll probably see Michigan State's play the flea flicker tomorrow. I don't even think that's gonna work because Georgia I mean, it does has, it's worked every time. I mean I know Georgia's the best defense of the country. Georgia does <laughs> everything so well that Georgia's defense is fun to watch because they do everything almost exactly how you're supposed to and then they just hit worst case scenario where Nick Saban realized wait a second I know how to beat these guys and I am going Georgia solely because Michigan is not Alabama no I don't know in seven and a half I just knocked something off my desk (laughs) 
Um, seven and a half is not a lot. I could see Georgia winning by like nine. I think I do think this outs- will be the closer of the two games, though. Also, outside of me, obviously, just being a Michigan fan, I think these two teams match up actually fairly well. Um, they are very similar in a lot of ways. Uh, very defensive driven. <clears throat> like Georgia's defense and Michigan's defense are. I, I don't remember what the stats are now. But at one point in scoring defense, they were one and two in the country. And now, of course, Georgia has uh, – uh, there was a wide gap between us and, and Georgia. And then everyone else is kind of close. Georgia's defense was just so wild. But I, uh, I really do think um, that this is – I think it is going to be a close game. And I don't think it's – this isn't a blowout game to me, uh, whichever way it goes. So, um, even as just like a betting person in, in that sort of sense, taking Michigan makes sense. I'm obviously going to take Michigan. And also the other thing that scares me about this game, I'm going to just throw that out there. Uh, Georgia got the wake up call they needed. Uh, maybe, you know, we'll see. Um, the, the layoff in between this, this time, always makes me feel weird because Michigan was really hot at the end of the season and Georgia, obviously with the loss in the championship game. So they are not. Um, so, but they, with the layoff of three weeks, almost a month, basically a month now, um, it's, it, you throw that all out the window. Like how do you carry any momentum? So like if this game is played the week after the big 10 championship game, I mean, I think Michigan wins easily. Um, but it's 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 a tricky situation, man. I think Georgia's Georgia's obviously really good. Um, but you have to also look at um how they. I mean, the SEC has done just putrid in these bowl games that have been Georgia's opponents. I mean, I'm sure they're not all Georgia's opponents, but you know they've been, they've just been getting crucified out there and meanwhile the big 10 the tougher competition apparently it seems and i don't know maybe georgia's defense just looked a little bit better there because they're still good they're still great don't get me wrong uh i think that maybe the sec this year isn't what everyone thinks that it is so like i said i'm obviously taking michigan go blue uh hopefully we can pull this out tomorrow um I don't know. I don't know how many more of these like emotional highs with this team <laughs> like we're all capable of taking. Like it's it's been a wild season. It's been a fun season for sure because we haven't experienced this in a long time. So uh, hope hope we win. Hope Cincinnati wins. Set up a Michigan Cincy final. I feel like that'd be interesting. But uh, I will take. It really wouldn't. <laughs> I think it would be. I mean, what, you want Alabama, Georgia again? I don't want that either. I just, I think no matter what, the the college football final, the championship game is going, is not, it's not, it's going to be another one that's not great for neutral interests. No, probably not. Um, And, you know, I, I, I think, Alabama, especially like, you know, just offensively, 
they remind me a lot of Ohio State in a way. And that's that's a, apparently phenomenally for Michigan. So I think that would be a fun game. But uh, we'll see. We'll see if we get it. We'll see what happens. Obviously, I'm hoping Michigan wins. But I think regardless, just, you know, I, I mean, nothing, nothing that happens tomorrow can take away from what this season is meant to the fan base and everything like that. You know, I know that sounds like, you know, you're kind of tempering expectations a little bit, but I mean, that's kind of what we've had to do lately. So that's true. That's, I mean, we've, we've experienced highs that we haven't felt in a long time. So let's just, uh, hope it, hope it keeps going. Good stuff. Uh, let's move on. We've been on this game for a while. We move on to new year's day. And oh boy, I did you you have the game on? Did yeah, you I just see saw what that. Happened? Yeah, Michigan State. Where'd they go for two? Yep. Oh man, I have a shot. You do. <laughs> How much time is left? Uh, two fifty-two. Two fifty. Oh, to my actions. Why? Why is action giving me notifications? I didn't bet on this game. <laughs> um. Uh. So yeah, action says two fifty-eight. Oh, whatever. it might be two fifty eight. I can't. I I saw two five and then something. Oh, okay. So uh Outback Bowl, new New Year's Day, Penn State. Pants State, I'm sorry. Wait, huh? Now it says it's MSU twenty four, pit twenty one. Is that right? Yes. Oh, that's right. They were only down they were down five. Yeah. Oh right, okay. Uh, Pan, Pan State minus four and a half against number twenty-one Arkansas. Seventy-two percent of the people are on the dogs. I can't take this. I can't take Penn State. Give me Arkansas. By dogs, I obviously mean underdogs. I obviously know that are Razorbacks. Uh, who'd you take? Uh, give me Arkansas. I'm on Arkansas as well. I can't. I can't take Penn State. Yes. I can't. <laughs> especially like if you're giving me points to pick against Penn state, like, and, and a, a ranked team with a better record. I know the sec is based. I'm basically contradicting everything I just said about the sec, but <clears throat> I Penn state is not good. We know that. So I'm on the Razorbacks mainly because Brett Bielema is not there anymore. That is true. Uh, the Fiesta bowl. I don't even know who it's sponsored by anymore, but I miss toast, uh, Tostitos. Number five, Notre Dame just missing out in the college football playoff at 11-1 and one, uh, against Oklahoma State, who looked awful against Baylor in the Big 12 championship. OK State, the Pokies, getting two and a half. Come after me! I'm a man! I'm 40! Give me Mike Gundy. <laughs> what? <clears throat> I mean, I, don't get me wrong, I like Mike Gundy. Um... There's just too gotta... much going on around the Notre Dame program right now. I don't know if um Marcus Williamson's had enough time. Marcus Freeman. Or Marcus Freeman, <laughs> thank you. Oh, Ohio State alum. Come I know, that's now. the thing. I just um, I, I don't know if he's had enough time. I think from all indications that that current Notre Dame team really likes marcus freeman yes so i think they go out there and i think they play play the game of their damn lives um 
against uh, against OK State tomorrow. I like Mike Gundy. He's a man. He's forty. He's a bit older than forty now. He's still older but, than forty now. But uh, I can't believe I'm doing. I I haven't picked Notre Dame a lot this year, but I'm picking Notre Dame here. Um, probably gonna bite me in the ass, but we'll see. Citrus Bowl, 1 p.m. New Year's Day. Iowa, number 15 to land at 10 and 3. They face off against Kentucky. Now, Kentucky is ranked lower, but they are the one and a half point favorite here. I have zero reason to pick Iowa. Zero. Iowa is putrid. I mean, I won't say they're putrid. They're not good by any means. Give me Kentucky. Uh, the, the, def- the defense is good. I think the Iowa defense is good. Um, they get some some of the weirdest turnovers I've ever seen. So if Kentucky's smart with the ball, they can win this game. I don't know why, man. I shouldn't do this, but I'm gonna fucking give me Iowa. It's like I really don't know why. I just, I, it's one of those feelings. Well, here we go. The Rose Bowl game means more, or uh, should mean more than it really does. Uh, kind of wish it was the uh, a playoff game this year. So Michigan could be in the playoff and play in the Rose Bowl. That feels pretty good. But uh, we got Utah, number 11, uh, plus seven and a half, facing off against the Buckeyes of Ohio State. And we'll bring in the people. 67% of the people are on your Buckeyes. This game just continues to kick me in the dick because it's at 5 o'clock. It's a 5 o'clock kickoff. I mean, that's usually when a Rose Bowl is, isn't it? No. It's like 4. 3.30, 4 o'clock. I feel like 4, four maybe 5. I feel like it never really moves around. Um, Meaning, this game is probably not going to get done till about 10. Well, I don't know about that. It is on ESPN, so that helps you out. If it was on Fox, it would probably last until 2022. This game is happening in 2022. Fuck, 2023. <laughs> I was about to say, um... God damn it. <laughs> give me Ohio State, even with the opt-outs of Chris Olave and Garrett Wilson. Hey, I don't think it matters. I don't know. I just don't know if it's going to matter enough. Apparently, I hadn't picked this game yet. <laughs> oh, fair enough. But give me Ohio State. Yeah, I'm on Ohio State, too. I just think they're so much better. I know Utah handled Oregon uh, both times they played them. Uh, yes, when, yes, they did. When, uh, you know, Ohio State lost to Oregon. But that the Ohio State team that we saw early in the year was not the Ohio State team that we saw the rest of the year. So uh, give me Ohio State. I just don't think they can that, that Utah can stop. Uh, the offense that Ohio State possesses, even with the opt-outs. I really don't think it um, Side note, the quarterback playing for Pitt, that is obviously not Kenny Pickett, has the athleticism and why the fuck is the um, camera showing a guy just in a dark, in a dark coach's box? <laughs> Sorry, what? <laughs> so the camera panned to, uh, I believe, what I would assume is Pitt's offensive coordinator. But in his coach's box, there was no lights on. It was just pitch black. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, no. 
fuck? Isn't that where's the Peach Ball? Isn't that at Mercedes Benz yeah. Stadium in yeah. Atlanta? It's a new stadium. Why doesn't it have lights in the in the coach's box? Oh no, Michigan State's defensive backfield is is happening. Um, what I was of actually gonna, it is. what I was about to say though is. The the quarterback playing for Pitt might have the pocket presence and athleticism of a traffic cone. That is not a ringing endorsement. (laughs) I was just watching. I just kind of looked over and saw him trying to scramble, and it was like the ugliest thing ever. Jesus Christ. Sugar Bowl. We got number seven, Baylor, plus two and a half against... Matt Corral and Ole Miss. Is Matt Corral People playing have, this game? I don't know. I haven't heard. Let me Google this because that that will affect the pick. Yes, yes, it will. Um, bump, bump, bump. Yes, he is playing the Sugar Bowl. Give me Matt Corral and Ole Miss then. Yeah, I mean, I know Baylor showed out against OK State, but I'm gonna take I'm gonna take Ole Miss. Give me give me some Matt Corral. I love me some Matt Corral. Drew Lions quarterback. And I, I I hope so. I mean, I don't know how we're gonna get him, but we'll see. Uh, final bowl game because obviously we have the national championship game to pick next week. That's on the tenth, so we have another week to do that. The Texas Bowl on the fourth. I forgot there's always that one bowl game that's like later into the year for whatever reason. <laughs> I still can't get over the fact. Yeah, it's usually like the gate. It used to be the Gator Bowl. I yeah, think Pitt's I st- quarterback just threw a pick six. Oh, I think so. Michigan State, I think, but I believe won it. Huh? Michigan State's defense too. Well, that's interesting. Um. Yeah, still can't believe it. <laughs> uh, it's a new year. It's not. 20, it'll be twenty twenty two. God, that's hilarious. Though. <laughs> this game's gonna last until twenty twenty two. It's starting in twenty twenty. Yeah. Oh shit. Um, Texas Bowl, LSU. I don't think Brian Kelly's on the sideline for this one. They are minus one and a half, six and six on the year against Kansas State. Who the fuck cares? Ed Ogeron's last game at LSU. Give me LSU. Give me Coach O one more time. And those are the college picks. NFL picks. Um, I am 131 and 109. Jordan is 129 and 111. Didn't have the greatest week. It was all right. Uh, you did have a better week uh, this week. Were we tied? I think we might have been tied I th- last week. I believe so. Who in the hell is Bevel from MSU? He's the one that uh, that uh, had the pick. I, I don't know. I think he was a linebacker. If it hurt, hey, there we go. Good stuff. If it's if it's a linebacker, I love it. No Thursday night game this week, thank God. We have the Atlanta Falcons and the Buffalo Bills kicking off the 1 o'clock slate on Sunday. Uh, Bills are minus 14 and a half as a big number. Give me Atlanta here. Ooh, I don't know. 14 and a half is a big number. Um, Yeah. 
I'm going to take Buffalo just because Atlanta is really not good. Uh, probably going to regret that, but give me Buffalo. The 2-13 and 13 Jags and the Foxborough. That's a big-ass spread. Pats minus 15 and a half. I know I just said 14 and a half was a big spread. And 15 and a half I mean, is bigger. But it's the Jags. The Jags are terrible. Uh, live odds for this game are New England is a 16-point favorite. Give me New England. Trevor, Trevor Lawrence isn't going to throw a touchdown in this game either. Probably not. Throw a touchdown <laughs> pass. Give, give, me, give me New England. If the Jags go out and win this game, I might cease to exist. Goodness gracious. Kansas City Chiefs, they're on the road. They take on the Cincinnati Bengals. Big game for the Bengals. They are plus four and a half. That's, that's not as much as I expected. Um, Live odds are uh, Bengals plus five. I, I don't want to pick the Chiefs. I want to pick the Bengals. The Bengals have been good to me the past few weeks in picks. They have been. But I just think that this Chiefs defense, or this Chiefs mm-hmm. offense is just something else. I don't think the Bengals defense is going to be able to stop it, at least to a point where they're going to cover the spread. This Chiefs team has been a different animal, possibly than we've ever seen them be before. Because even in, you know, the last two years, they've been really good, but they don't cover last six six seven weeks i think they're six and oh seven and oh against the spread and it's a weird number i will take the chiefs here i i mean big game for the Bengals if they if they go out there and, and show out good for them but um until kc does me wrong again i feel like i have to stick with them yeah the la rams i feel like this spread is so close simply because uh we don't know what Lamar Jackson's status is. I believe he's currently questionable. Rams in Baltimore. Baltimore getting three and a half. Uh, uh, give me the Rams. I mean, <clears throat> I feel, I, I'm taking L.A. regardless of whether Lamar plays. So we'll keep it there. People are massively split. 75% of the people on the Rams there. Yeah. Oh, Jesus Christ. Uh, Raiders against the Colts. Got a funky spread Jonathan here. Taylor. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I mean the Colts. I say the spread, but it's not going to change my answer. Minus seven and a half. Colts and Colts. Got it. <laughs> Goodness gracious. <laughs> the Miami Dolphins, red hot right now, but playing some garbage teams. They take on the Tennessee Titans. Uh, Titans minus three and a half. I Which may, lately for the Titans has been a bit of an issue. I may regret this. Just maybe. I'm taking the Miami Dolphins. God. I'm going to take the Titans. I don't want to. Because this feels like a field goal Tennessee win to me, which means they wouldn't cover. Uh, But I'm going to take Tennessee. Um, Miami has just played nobody. Tennessee has been 
crap as of late. They've been winning, but they haven't really been winning convincingly. Uh, maybe they get right. I don't know. They need Derrick Henry back in a bad way. Uh, give me Tennessee. The New York Giants. Oh, my. I don't want to pick. I, can I just not pick this game? I mean, Is that a thing I can do? In Giants theory. And Bears. Bears minus five and a half. <laughs> probably the only time this has happened all year. 76% of the people are on the Bears. So this, for some reason, is not the lowest ticket price we will see this week. Oh, no. Somehow it's not. We have two lower ticket prices than this Ooh. one. I have several, actually. We have, let's see, one, two, three, four, five, six lower than this one. Wow. Yeah. Why? I don't know why. But if you have $60 and you're in the Chicago area. 60 If you have $60 and you're in the Chicago area. Go to anything else. Do anything else. But go to this game. Good God. Why are the prices so high? I don't know. Give me the bears here. I mean, whether or not if either, Justin if Justin Fields plays, give me the Bears. If Nick Foles plays, give me the Bears. Give I mean, me. fuck, fuck the Bears, but I, I can't pick the Giants. Give me, give me, give me the Bears. The Giants are on dysfunction levels, almost to Jacksonville, if not just as bad. Bears aren't good, but. They ain't the Giants, so give me Chicago. Philadelphia Eagles. Wow, this spread's close. Uh, against the Washington football team. Football team plus three and a half. Give me the football team. It's in a bounce Whoa! back. <coughs> really? I've, I've liked the football team. I don't like the Eagles. The Eagles have not been great to me. They have been... I mean, I'm pretty indifferent on the Eagles. Um... After what the football team last did last week, I can't do it. I just can't. Give me Philly. This could be. And, I can see know, this being the game where Philly. They have been playing good. Offensively, they look to be a bit of a problem some weeks. I could see this being the week where they just kind of suck. Maybe because they have. Oh no. They have Chargers esque weeks. Like they do, where they they played the Giants in thirteen to seven loss a couple weeks ago. Yeah, that made no sense. Yeah. Um, as, but if you're the football team, man, how do you bounce back from that? Like, that's one of the worst games I've ever seen. You get you get a fifty burger dropped on you in the NFL, and you did not a single thing right. How are you going to do enough things right to win a game? Goodness gracious. I think a lot of uh, that just comes down to how good Dallas actually is right now. Maybe. Let's move on, though. It could. Uh, but, yeah, give me Philly. Why is this spread not bigger? Bucks at Jets. Tom Brady gets to face a team that who, throughout his whole career, he has just mollywopped. The goddamn Jets getting 13 and a half. 
So the live spread is thirteen. Jets plus thirteen. Down, huh? Yep, and I'm going to go out on a limb and say it is solely because that Tampa defense sometimes looks really bad. Yeah, but the Jets as a whole look really bad. Either way, give me Tampa to win by two touchdowns or more. That's easy. Tampa. I I don't know if I picked the Jets all year long. I have not. Like even against even against the uh, um, Jags, I took the Jags. I mean, it didn't work out well for me, but I took the Jags. Tampa. Seven and eight Denver Broncos. Wow, do people really don't like them against the inconsistent as all hell LA Chargers. Chargers only minus five and a half, though. Give me the Chargers. They did just, they, they did just lose by 12 to the Texans. Give me the Chargers here. They're inconsistent as all hell, so maybe that means they're in for a good week this week. I don't know. Ice, LA, please don't let me down. Justin Herbert got there and throw for 400, please. Chargers. Team that beat the Chargers, unfortunately, last week, the Houston Texans on the road traveling to Santa Clara to take on the San Francisco 49ers. Niners minus 12 and a half. And the people, 52% of the people are on the Texans. So, I know we said that Houston may have solved a problem. They solved a singular problem, and that's the quarterback problem, Davis Mills. They, so they have so many more. They still have a shit ton of problems. Give me San Francisco here. <clears throat> yeah, I don't see uh, Houston doing that two weeks in a row. I just don't. So I will uh, also take the Niners. Oh, we've been into the 4 o'clock slate. All righty. Yeah. Uh, the cold as hell. Arizona Cardinals, they take on the hot as hell. Dallas Cowboys. Cowboys minus five and a half. Dallas. <laughs> no no question here, Dallas. Uh, this next game, I don't know what's going on. Carolina Panthers and New Orleans Saints. Saints are minus seven and a half. Is, is something changed? Are they getting someone back? Or is Ian Book starting again? The injury report does not say. Either way, give me the Saints. Like, Carolina right now is just dead. Oh, man. I don't know what to do. I could regret this because I could get backdoored here. Uh, It's where I'm kind of leaning. But. And I'm going to take Carolina for that reason. (laughs) All right. So, hold on. Let me look at the injury report here. Give me more. No, there's no quarterbacks at all yeah. on, on the injury report. So, man, I don't know. Give me Carolina. They 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 find a way to only lose by a touchdown or less. I mean, Saints are not not good right now either. Two twelve and one Detroit Lions. Oh, we're we're heading to a bad place. Uh, heading to Seattle to take on the Seahawks. Seahawks are dead. But they're minus six and a half. Detroit's going to cover. They're going to lose, but they're going to cover. 
This is a bread for Detroit that I don't know if I like. I mean, the Seahawks did just lose to the Bears. Who did so? Beat, who did also beat the Lions though twice, with two separate quarterbacks? Yes, <laughs> yes, they did. Um, but we all hey we we were playing better than the Bears for the majority of that game. So, oh man, I'll take the Lions because they've been good to me. Um, I picked them at right times, so I will take the Lions here as well. Why is that at 425? Why is that a 425 game? You're killing me. Oh, Fox or CBS better have a good game on in the 1 o'clock slate. Uh, Sunday Night Football, NFC North Divisional Rivals, Minnesota Vikings. Got a good offense. That's about it. They take on the Green Bay Packers. Packers are minus 6.5. Give me the Packers. Yeah, I mean, I feel like it's got to be Green Bay, right? I feel like this is the biggest uh, uh, spread on the people uh, this week. It's 77% on Green Bay. Um, yeah, I got to take the Packers. I mean, like the Minnesota offense, but they, I, I think they did lose Adam Thielen, if I remember correctly. He's not on the injury report, so I don't know. Maybe not. Um, they may have got him back. I don't know. But I'll take Green Bay to win by a touchdown. I mean, that seems like an easy one for me. And Monday Night Football, the Browns, are they the Browns? We'll find out in what could be Ben Roethlisberger's last home game. is likely Ben Roethlisberger's last home game at Heinz Field. Steelers are plus two and a half. Yeah, that's about how I feel about this game. I think solely because this is Ben Roethlisberger's last home game as a Pittsburgh Steeler. I mean, he ain't going anywhere else. And his last game at Heinz Field. Mm -hmm. Give me the Steelers here. I I want the Steelers to win this one. I mean, I don't I don't know if it is going to help them out a whole lot. I don't think they find a way into the playoffs, even if they win this game, uh, especially with that tie. But, um, yeah, uh, Pittsburgh just let Big Ben have one good moment at home, finally, you know, to, to probably end the career. So I will take the Steelers and Big Ben. And those – Mercifully, are the picks we picked a ton of games this week? Yeah. Okay, it is time. Been the bulk of the show. Yeah, it is time for champ and chump of the week. I will start with my champ. My champ comes from the Gasparilla Bowl. (laughs) Are those words that you ever thought you'd say? No. I didn't even know that bowl game existed until this year. I I did, unfortunately. Um, (laughs) My champ is the UCF Old Knights. Or are they just the Knights now? I can't remember. I believe they're the Golden Knights? No, they're just the Knights. Have they been the Golden Knights before? I believe at one point they were. If I remember (laughs) correctly, I feel like they were. 
things I didn't know, but then I don't really keep up with UCF. Um. Anyhow, you, the UCF Knights, the University of Central Florida Knights, are my champ of the week. They beat Florida in their first their first time beating Florida in I think thirty some odd tries or something like that. If I remember, it was the um the number that I saw, and they I could even expand this to just group of five teams in general because the group of five teams in bowl, this bowl season have been very good. Hey, good stuff. You love to see it. And I'm going UCF a bit more in particular because, again, they beat Florida um, a few years back. They had that question of are they legit, and then they kind of fell off. A little bit. Um, and... They're finally going to be a Power 5 team here in, I believe, two years. Where are they headed? Uh, Big 12. Huh. <laughs> I suppose I would have thought ACC, but all right. Yeah. <laughs> they are. Um, yeah. Maybe the Big 12 will have 12 teams in it again. Probably not. Probably not. So that is my... <laughs> um. My champ of the week. Uh, we've already been over my champ of the week in a way, but I feel like it has to be John Madden. Just, I mean, that, that kind of makes yours feel like insignificant, which isn't my intent. But yeah. like, I mean, incredible dude, incredible career, incredible life. Um. And he will definitely be missed all over uh, the game of football and 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 everything. I mean, it, it. There's people that don't give a shit about football who know who John Madden is. So I mean, a guy guy is just uh, incredible, and he will definitely be missed. And R.I.P. Rest in peace, man. I don't have much that much to add to that, so I'll go to my chump of the week. Mine, I could have won a couple places with mine. But. Mine, and this could almost be fitting in a way with your champ of the week. Okay. Because of how much John Madden cared about football. Definitely did that. My chump of the week is a combination of the NFL and how they do TV schedules and networks. Okay. I was sitting and I was talking with my mom on Sunday and it made me finally realize that here in Michigan, we see the same four fucking teams every week. Pretty much. Basically. It's the Lions, which I don't have an issue with seeing the Lions if they have a, if they're playing cuz they're the local team. I was going to say, I mean, there's not much you can do about that. Yeah, they're the local team. Then it's Patriots. Even last year when the Patriots were terrible, we still saw the Patriots. For whatever yeah. for whatever reason. It's the Quite Cowboys every week. Last week, yes, they were on prime time. 
but every week it's the Cowboys either way, and right now it's the Chiefs. They're that fourth team. Yeah, I've seen a lot of Chiefs games this year. I mean, the Chiefs, I feel like it's probably because they play in primetime a lot. Yes. But it's just, it's hit a point, like, and then the thing that even gets me even more. Go ahead. Did you mention the Cowboys? Yes. Okay. Yep. They were the second one. Well, they were the, yeah. yeah. The Cowboys, we see the Cowboys every week. This week, yes, it's because they were in primetime. And. Well, and that's a major problem, though, because the Cowboys are the game of the week infuriatingly often when that division the last three years has been so terrible. And then to just piggyback on the TV, the television networks themselves, right now, this time of year when we're getting to playoff football, why the fuck (laughs) is Fox not showing a 4 o'clock game? Why are they showing Colin Cowherd's Christmas special at four o'clock. Huh? You did? Oh yeah, you weren't home. I'm glad I was on the road during that. What the hell? Yeah. Um, hell, they could have just if all Madden wasn't was a Fox documentary, they could have just put that there. That would have at least been slightly fitting. I mean, he hadn't even passed away yet, but like that, that would have been, been better. Related. People would have loved that. I mean, who who hates that? Every everybody that watched that documentary at any point is like, man, that was awesome. I loved it. That would at least be football related and fitting, but no, they're showing Colin Cowherd's "Heard for the Holidays" at four o'clock instead of showing NFL football. What the hell is that? It's Colin Cowherd's Christmas special. What does he do for a Christmas special? What could he possibly do? He looks back at the year of sports. The year of sports or his year of shitty opinions? Probably his year of shitty opinions. I mean, when you have a segment in your show where Colin was right and where Colin was wrong, you host the show. Yeah, we're showing He's wrong a lot. And that's just something that, like, I hadn't really thought about it until my mom said something to me about it last week. Um, Actually, I think we were sitting, it might have even been on Saturday for christmas dinner she said something and down in florida where we had three teams in florida we had the dolphins we had tampa and then we had jacksonville yeah we still saw more variety we didn't just see those three teams we still saw significantly more variety than what we do here in michigan and it makes no sense and i think it honestly has to do a lot with either nfl tv scheduling or just Networks, CBS and Fox, being you know, what? Oddly enough, what were the four teams you named? Lions, obviously. Lions, which I'm okay with the Lions. Lions, literally, there's nothing you can do. Yeah, they're they're the local team. We live in in Michigan. Yeah, they're the local team. I don't. That one doesn't bother me. I don't watch the Lions just because they're not like more often than not they're not worth watching. More often than not, yes, that's that's true. I said Patriots because we see the Patriots almost every week, or at least it fucking feels like it. Um, a bit. Cowboys, Chiefs, which that's partially understandable because they're the hot team right now. Yeah. And then let's see, Cowboys, Patriots, Chiefs. Yep. The Lions. So there's three, and then you count the local team. And then again, the herd for the holidays 
stupidity and then PBR fight or not PBR um PBC whatever professional boxing fight camp after Colin Cowherd's 30 minute heard for the holiday show like you know what team that should be in there but isn't Green Bay Green Bay yeah Yeah. Green Bay yeah there are plenty of Green Bay fans here in Michigan that don't want to root for the Lions because they're no good and like there, there's tons even just in our town there's a lot of Green Bay Packers yeah. fans and we do actually see Green Bay Green Bay a decent bit a decent bit but not as much as you would think yeah we should see Green Bay more than we see the Patriots we oh should. easily I mean, I get like when Tom Brady was there because I mean they were perpetual contender. They were they were the Chiefs basically. Yeah. Um, I get that, but like now, I get that they're on a hot streak currently. But like, come on. Like yeah, we don't we see we do see we should definitely see Green Bay more than we should see fucking Dallas. The, the, the Dallas thing. <clears throat> You have your four teams there, but Dallas is the one that bothers me so much. Not because they choose to put that game, you know, on our networks, but it's the game of the week so often. Yeah. And I don't know if that's a Troy Aikman thing, and and he's pulling some strings to get that to happen. There's no reason Dallas and New York and, and, and the Giants should be a game of the week. Yeah. Giants are terrible. <clears throat> yeah. But we I mean we see the Cowboys so often. Like I'm trying America's to... America's team bullshit. Nobody outside of Dallas likes the Cowboys. I think the last time us here we ourselves did not see Dallas was probably their bye week. Probably. I mean there have been some weeks where we didn't even have a, a a Fox game or a CBS game we were stuck with one game. Yeah. And I don't I don't understand that. That pisses me off. Yeah. Because, like, CBS will show fucking monster truck rallies instead of football or. The um, SRX, but that wouldn't happen. Yeah. <clears throat> and usually Fox shows their shitty free boxing. Ugh. PBC fight camp and just. Boxers we've never heard of. Yeah. So that's my chump of the week. I just, I don't get how, especially right now, your TV schedule is so limited. In the NFL, you obviously having lived in Michigan your whole life, it's very easy for you to watch the team you root for. Of course. The NFL makes it impossible unless you have DirecTV's Sunday ticket. Yeah. Which you have to pay... An extra sixty dollars on top of seventy dollars on top of your regular TV provider to watch live games. Yeah. In fact, unless the only way you can do it here in America is with Directv Sunday Ticket, or illegally. Yeah, or <laughs> or illegally. The only legal way in America. And I just. Yeah, it- if you fucking care about your product, make it easier to watch games. It just, I don't get it. Who's your chump of the week? I could rant about this for a while. 
I had never thought about it, and then my mom said something to me about it the other day. How much? How much were you on Twitter today? Because if if you've been on Twitter any substantial amount, then it should be obvious. I've been on a little bit, and I can't believe I've been doing this, or I can't believe I'm doing this because I've been sticking up for the guy for weeks and weeks and weeks. Brandon Brown. Did you hear about this yet? Yep, I saw that. Brandon Brown, the NASCAR Xfinity Series driver that uh, is the the, the unfortunate um, motivation for the anti-Joe Biden uh, let's go Brandon stuff. And don't get me wrong, I am a, you know, liberal guy. I don't love Joe Biden either, but he's the best option we got. Um, Brandon Brown, for weeks and weeks and weeks, he didn't comment on anything about that. He he want he stayed away from anything political. He he you know he would tweet things like "Let's go Brandon," not political, just "Let's go everybody named Brandon." Fine, love it, great, perfect. Two days ago, has a New York Times has a Newsweek piece that he doesn't want to be political. He. He doesn't want to be that guy. He doesn't want to be a mouthpiece for political stuff. He doesn't want to be um, – he doesn't want the whole world to know who he's voting for. He wants no part of that, and I don't blame him because the political landscape of America right now is a wild place to be. <clears throat> so you say that, and and I will preface this with saying – Brandon Brown owns his own team, Brandon Built Motorsports, that is an underfunded team. They have problems finding sponsorship, and that was even more amplified with the Let's Go Brandon stuff because companies that otherwise might have sponsored him wanted no part of being associated with that, and it wasn't even his own fault. So he comes out in those pieces, says, I don't want to be political. I don't want to be that guy. It's really hurting me. I can't find sponsorship. Well, today he uh, about faced on that. He literally two days ago, that article came out. Two days. And today he embraced it. He embraced Let's go, Brandon. He embraced everything about it, whether he wants to admit it or deflect or not. Because he announced his sponsor, his primary sponsor, in a 30-some race Xfinity Series schedule, is the cryptocurrency meme coin, a.k.a. shitcoin, LGB coin. Let's go, Brandon Coin. Now, there are so many problems with it. First off, you sound like a hypocrite because you didn't want to embrace any bit of that. 
and then you just bring them on. And you could say, well, you know, maybe it's out of necessity. Maybe that's the only option he had. How is a coin, how is a, a, a cryptocurrency that's current value in the limited places you can buy it? Because it's not on crypto.com. It's not anywhere notable. How does a cryptocurrency that has a current selling price of 0. 0.000001 cents? How does how are they going to to fund a NASCAR a full NASCAR schedule that cost has to be in the millions? How? It's not possible. LGB coin is a meme coin and it's a scam. It's a grift. And you've like Brandon has all of a sudden just like he's opened up so many cans of worms because this isn't going to be profitable for him. I wouldn't be shocked if before the season even starts that that ceases to exist. Let's say NASCAR has yet to um officially approve of it. Well, and it, it's another point. I mean, there's oh, okay. so many things wrong. There are so many things yeah. wrong with this. So that it it is an absolutely worthless Bitcoin, and they even tell you that on the website. They say, "Do not buy this if you have any intention to try and resell it." That is paraphrasing, but that is what is listed at the bottom of their website. Solid. <clears throat> so now let's get in to the approval thing, because NASCAR and, and people on uh, on the conservative side of things want to pretend that this is a new thing, but it is not. It has always been a thing that NASCAR has to approve sponsors <clears throat> and approve paint schemes. They always have. Um, when the initial announcement from Brandon Built Motorsports came around, they decided to say that the paint scheme that that it had been approved by NASCAR. Oh, really? It comes out hours later. It hadn't. How about that? So the whole the, the, the if you read into the mission of LGB coin, uh they they say when we when people see this car and when people hear our name and they hear let's go brandon we want them to think let's go america they don't want to they don't want it to be you know fuck joe biden they don't want it to be that no that's exactly what they want because i i am convinced that them announcing the NASCAR approved it before they actually did and showing it out there is the way to either force approval or to have a storyline after the fact if it doesn't get approved where they're just there censoring right wing blah blah blah. It's just the whole scenario is ridiculous. It has not been received well. 
Matt DiBenedetto's out here eating dog food for whatever reason. So all I'm going to say, to answer your one question of how would they possibly be able, how would um they possibly be able to fund a full NASCAR they season? Can't. They can't. Uh, let's go Brandon Coin, according to Coin Market Cap, which I've never heard of. I was your whole spiel. I was doing a little bit of research on this. Is up fifty two percent in the past twenty four hours. Yes, and it's still worth less than a hundred thousandth of a cent. But here's <laughs> the issue with that. It's the same issue with any meme cryptocurrency. People fucking, there are idiots who will buy it. They might. It's worthless, but it, they might. Like, there are still people who buy. I mean, there there are people currently buying it. Yeah. And, and they have said that, like, there are people that even are on, you know, in the Let's Go Brandon crowd that were turned off by it because of the hoops they had to jump through to buy it. It is a scam. Yeah, they don't want people buying it, but there's people who are going to buy it, unfortunately. Somehow, some way. Like, I was just pump doing and, some... It's a pump and dump cryptocurrency. It's exactly what it is. Yeah. And it's not going to survive. Dogecoin was only ever popular because of notable people that were like, eh, this is funny, cool stuff. Yeah. This isn't going to be brought to that level. No. Because nobody's going to want to be a part of this. Uh, correct. It is, it is, it's, it's unbelievable. It's like, I thought Matt the Benedetto had the biggest and most sudden heel turn in NASCAR. Brandon Brown has done exactly that. Because there were so many people that were on his side. Because we we felt bad for him that he couldn't find sponsorship and you know his his dream of being a NASCAR driver might die because he can't find sponsorship because of this chant that wasn't even his own fault. And then he goes out and does this something that is and and if he was making money off of this like if he was if this was going to fund his race team then whatever but it's not. Yeah. There's no, no chance is... that it can. And you and, and and this is all about the statement of you embracing that and you and you saying, well, I didn't want to be that guy, but I'm that guy now. Yeah. <clears throat> and, and the argument is like, oh, well, what if they don't approve the scheme? What? Brandon Brown's just fucked then? He's fucked either way. Yeah, there is not. A, there's no way that like. The main question that is being asked about this whole thing right now, when do the checks start bouncing? In March or April? Like, there's no way. January. And I mean, it's just... Right, yeah, before they... I, I, I don't know if, if that scheme, whether it gets approved or not, makes it onto uh, his car at any point in the season. I don't see it happening. It's, it is just unbelievable and i mean what they they probably paid him in in the cryptocurrency would be my guess i it, maybe he was just that desperate they probably paid him in that because like there is no way 
I mean, what? He might be able to make a couple thousand bucks on it if they gave him a sufficient enough amount. I mean, we don't know. But I, they, uh, there's no way they have the cash to spend on a race team. So my assumption is they gave him this shit coin. And According to Brandon banking. Brown, the full <laughs> amount has been paid up front and is in U.S. dollars. There's no way. There is f- feasibly zero way. That must have actually – he must have said that after uh, the podcast started because I hadn't seen that yet. There's no chance. How? Where are they getting it? An absolutely worthless shit coin. <laughs> Where are they getting the money to fund? Because because it was announced they are the primary sponsor. They're the their primary partner. Where are they getting the money to fund an entire race season? There's zero chance. Do- Dogecoin sponsored a race team before for one race. Yeah, that is true. <laughs> like. Yeah, and that's all they had, and Dogecoin was hot. This is in the depths of hell. <laughs> this is down there. It's not even on any any major crypto trading places. It never will be. There's no chance. I mean, it's unbelievable. I think crypto is a bit of a, a sham anyway. <laughs> um, but this was this different different fucking animal but you know i brandon brown lost a lot of a lot of sympathy from a lot of people today um and i don't see this as a smart business move because now you know i know he was struggling to find sponsorship find sponsorship before i won't ever find a sponsor again <clears throat> unless it's from like alex jones and Infowars. i don't know <laughs> Uh, let's move on to one for the I road. Don't, oh. I don't, you know, I don't like getting like political on the show, but like when you get this ridiculous and you and you literally just become a hypocrite, and and you go out and do this thing that is just so unbelievably stupid for your entire career, like something would have come up, but now this is this is gonna have this is sink or swim for him, I think. It either succeeds, which it won't, or it doesn't, which it. <laughs> won't basically yeah. how it is but yes one for the road let's get out of here let's get out of here so i can go to bed my one for the road i could go one of two places because i know what i what i'm going to watch this weekend and that's gonna okay. be all men yes sir um can i that if you if that's not your one for the road it's honorary one for the road at least yeah like I know I don't know where all it's at right now, but I know it's on Peacock. Um, I don't know if it's on the free version or the paid version or whatever. Uh, I have the paid version, but you can watch it there, even if you just pay the five bucks to watch it on Peacock. If that's only where it's at, do it. It's great. That's my one for the road. Honorary, a secondary one. If you, why is there an ad playing? Why? Um, secondary, um, we have some good NFL action on that's worth watching this week. So find an NFL game and watch some NFL football. The bowl game, there's good football on on Saturday with the bowl games. 
So find some football. Enjoy the last couple of weeks. We have of a lot of football because here in a little over a month, I believe we got six weeks left. And then we're going to be footballists other than the what USL or US... I was going to I was going to say you're forgetting something the USFL. Yeah, the USFL. We're going to be Michigan Panthers baby. Let's mostly footballists until August. So find find some football, watch some football and we'll have a good have have fun with that. I mean, mine's obvious, Michigan, Georgia tomorrow, Orange Bowl. Uh let's go. Get this done. Keep this uh, keep this train rolling, and uh, see if we can't make this season even more incredible than it already has been for for a lot of Michigan fans. So let's keep that going. Beat Georgia tomorrow. We'll see what happens. I think we're. I mean, I think regardless, <clears throat> um, that's going to be the better of the two games. Um, yes. We'll you know we'll see. I did take Cincinnati in the points, but you know it's Alabama. You never know. Um, wild times, but. That uh, uh, Georgia and Michigan should be the better game. Watch that one if you're only going to watch one of them. Yes. So with that being said, we are out of here. Um, have a good New Year, everybody. Stay safe. Don't do anything stupid. Fuck. Yeah. Dan's. Also, if your name is Dan Snyder, don't have a good New Year's Eve. Don't have a good anything. Oh, yeah. If your name is Dan Snyder, don't, just don't. Uh, next week, we will do our stupid person of 2021. It's going to require a lot of thought. Our, I already know my stupid person. Um, I think I do, too. I have mine. Um, mine's the one that said Tim Tebow was getting blackballed from the NFL. Oh, well, that's not who I thought it was. Who did you think mine was? Oh, no. thought it might be Horace. No. Um... We will, and then we'll I don't want to go our... up against Doris, man. If Michigan, Michigan and Alabama's in the in the final, man. The the energy of Horace. I don't I don't want to go up against that. <laughs> you don't want that. Um, and then don't want that. Don't want that smoke, man. We'll have um our champ of twenty twenty one and our chump of twenty twenty one also. Yeah. So other than that, like I said, have a good, safe New Year's Eve and into New Year's Day. Don't do stupid stuff, and stupid stuff won't happen to you. Sounds about right. Fuck Dan Snyder. Jordan, any final thoughts? Fuck Dan Snyder. Fuck the Bears. Um, Yeah. Uh, uh, I don't know. Go blue. (laughs) Fair enough. So basically it. With that being said, then we want to thank you for um, a good 2021 of podcasts fun times all around um and thank you for making us a part of your evening wherever you may be watching however or listening however you may be watching and or listening until next week um peace out stay classy there will be no backdoor cover tomorrow because of the holiday because i will be away from home i mean well and you know obviously i'll be watching the game so oh yeah that is at 7 30 i forgot about that yep go Peace out. Stay classy. See ya.